My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me. Back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins. Going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean. Moody James Dean. Going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, in the war room, this is the Emperor's Court. Here on Versa World Productions, VTWProductions.com, I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Varya will be here shortly, so we will have the whole three-man squad today. I'm just watching levels bounce to see if we have the same problem as we did last week. I'm, I'm trying something a little new, a little different this time around. My apologies for the late start, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those who follow my personal uh, Facebook, which none of you should be able to, and with good reason, uh, I was spent uh, my formative uh, days this, or hours this morning and last night in the hospital and only got released earlier this afternoon. So I was kind of in a rush to get home and get some stuff done after trying to to uh, catch a quick nap. So how, how, how are you feeling? Crappy. Actually. Crappy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, I will do my best to carry on a show that is not very boring, but I will be leaning heavily on you two to kind right. of make it work. Well, as, as we've said when one of us is sick, uh, 90% of you is still more than 100% of most other shows. Right, and, and I think that goes without saying. Um, third knob to the right, turn to the left a little bit. There we go. That should help. That I should think. help? Okay. Well, we're... Yes, you I'm are. Sorry. You are a bit louder. The yeah. second one. I'm sorry. Try the second that. one. Yeah, okay. yeah, a little bit to the left. Yeah, because uh, I, right. I, I was dusting everything off. There you go. And right. uh, the mu- the levels were booming a little loud today. So, as usual, Voyar is late. True, but he is driving from 45 minutes away. So, I'm usually willing to cut him a little slack because it takes a Where while is it? to it's, get it's, here. It's uh, Cuyahoga Falls. Cuyahoga Falls. Yeah, almost Lord. Falls. So it's yeah, it is a bit of a drive. That's yeah. So, yeah, my weekend, um, uh, usually I, I punt it off on you guys first, but I'll kind of jump ahead here. since I was Please, you, you have the much more interesting story, I should say so. Um, we, Friday was fine. Uh, Saturday was my daughter's birthday, so she had a friend over. We took her to Dave & Buster's. They you know, played games, had dinner there. They had a big sleepover. They built a big fort down here in the basement. That's why all the furniture has been moved out. Ah, I wondered about that. Yeah, okay. so that was kind of fun. Everyone was having you know, a blast. And I found a really cool Star Wars mod for Sins of the Solar Empire. Okay. So I, I put it on Twitter, put it on Facebook. A couple of us got together last night. Me, Voyar, uh, Tech Priest decided to take a nap so that he could play with us that night because he's six hours ahead. So it's like three in the wow. morning when we started that is for dedication. him. Yes. And I felt like a real douchebag because about an hour into this thing, I felt like I was going to die. So I said, look, guys, I got I to gotta bail. I can't. Uh-huh. 
I can't play this anymore. And we were just starting to get going in the game. Because it, it took an hour for Tech Priest, myself, and Fire to make sure we all had the mods synced up to play online. Yeah, there's, there's always that little bit where you have to yes. make sure everyone's online and everyone's synced up and then someone has a problem and you have to fix that. And that's what we had to do. So we got that fixed and we were, we were playing and things were starting to go really well and then you know, complications kicked in. So I had to bail and I logged off about 10.30, okay. maybe 11. And it got progressively worse as the night went on and I knew it was coming. I knew exactly what was happening. So I, I tried laying down. Um, I couldn't keep anything down, so I started getting real sick. I, I held off for about five hours, so it's about 4.30 in the morning, and I finally said, enough. Wow, so you were up we're that whole in. time? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. No, I, I slept about three hours in the last 48. Jeez. So I'm, I'm running on empty. Okay. But I don't want to disrupt the show because everything else I'm doing in life is being disrupted by this, so I want a little bit of normalcy to it, I guess, so... That's Not to mention it takes my mind off it for a few hours. There we go. So I don't know if we're going to go over a whole deal, uh, a, a great deal. At, uh, 9.30 is my kind of my hard line okay. to stop. Okay, well, well, we'll go as long as you want to go. So, um, Fair enough. So that is... That's because uh, Emp sounds tired. That's because Emp is tired. Yeah. Um, Emp does sound ill. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing the best. So, But I'm here. Anyhow... Um, so that's kind of how my weekend has gone. Halder, how's yours? Well, uh, I have finally started to play Mass Effect. Uh, and I got to tell you, I'm kicking myself that I've not played it before. I've, I've not played, just to let people know that are listening, I've not played any of the Mass Effects before. I don't know why, because... And Vario brought you a couple, I thought. Vario, yeah. Well, he, he brought me the first Mass Effect and the, with the... With the caveat that once I finish it, then I can progress to Mass Effect 2. I don't, right. know, if, I don't know if he's bringing it tonight or not. If, if, he, if he does, he does. But I, I really love the game, and I'm, I'm really kicking myself that I didn't play it when it came out or, or play it much, much sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of Knights of the Old Republic with, okay. the, with the storytelling and everything, right. which is no surprise considering that both games were made same by the same company. company. Yeah, yeah. And I've been trying to play as much as I can of that. I haven't gotten as far... As I thought I would, I thought I'd be able to wrap it all up this week, but this week has been crazy at work, uh, and we've all been getting extra hours. Case in point, one of the reasons why, and I'm not going to go into where I work, but we hired this this new girl, and she worked a grand total of two whole days at this job. So two days. <laughs> two days. She wasn't entirely, I mean, she was kind of like, eh, she was kind of iffy. Day three rolls around, and she's got, like, a full-day shift, and she's not pleased about it, but she's there. Aww. So. She's got a full-day shift on a job she just took because she needs work. Exactly. Fire's so, anyway. Fire's arrived. It's about halfway through the day, and we turn and look around, and all of a sudden, she's not there. It's like she's a ghost. Like, she was there one minute. The next minute, she's not there at all. And we're like, where'd she go? Did she go to the bathroom? Did she, you know, did she walk away somewhere? So we're looking around, and we don't find her anywhere. <laughs> then we check in the back. Her car's not there. <laughs> then we try calling her. She's not returning our phone calls. She walked off the fucking job. <laughs> Didn't even give us the courtesy of saying, you know, this is not for me, guys. Have fun with the rest of your lives. I'm out. Didn't even do that. Just walked. Just upped and said, fuck this. Gave us all the internal middle finger and walked away. How old was this woman? I uh, will early twenties, really old. I mean, young enough that you know she can be that stupid, but old enough that she should know better. I mean, okay. she, she's not sixteen or anything like that. She's she's old enough that 
responsibility should have at least said, this is a high school kid factored that would be in. No, no, it's not a high school kid. No, 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 this is not a high school kid. Responsibility should have kicked in at some point prior to working at this establishment. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we were still doing well. So with the levels keep your fingers crossed that I. Th- for the first oh time in months. Oh, my God, I hope we, I figure this out. I think I did. I okay. hope that Christ I did. So because of that, obviously, everyone else's schedule sucks because we all have to make up for lost time. So, right. I mean, uh, usually when I say I've done nothing but work, I literally have done nothing but work. I've worked, I'd say, f- 40 to 42 hours for this entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Living the, the American dream. Mo- more than that, the I American think, dream. it's... Yeah, my God. I mean, this is this is the first time off I've had in quite some time. So I and literally I I when I I, would have, I was planning on writing my segments and everything today, right? Because they had the day off. Well, I didn't have the day off. I had to go in and work, and I totally forgot about that. So I worked until four p.m. I rushed home. I got home. Everyone's like, "Hey, OJ, like, shut up! I got shit to do." So I literally <laughs> ran to my my keyboard. I I I was still in my clothes. I didn't even right. change out of my clothes and anything. Right. I just sat there and typed like a motherfucker for like an hour and a half. And I was like, done. And I changed and came over here. <laughs> that, that has been my Sunday. So I don't, I don't even know if the quickening or the stupid freaking moment's any good. I, I barely had time to do spell check. Thank you, Red Squiggly Lines. But that's, that's about as far as I got. So hopefully everything works out. Scrub Puppy, who has rejoined us for a few days. I think he's home on leave. Says we call those deserters where I work, and we shoot them. Oh, believe me, I, I would want nice. to shoot this cunt. <laughs> shoot this cunt right in the fucking <laughs> cunt box. Oh, <laughs> so far, your house. But anyway, I, I don't know if you heard. Um, I've I've been playing Mass Effect. Yes, love it. It's amazing. Uh, I was likening it to Knights of the Republic and the story, the way the story's told. Right. Uh, I'm. I, I I recognize the things you have to do to progress the story. I've done one of those. I've done the uh, one where you you kill Counselor Troy, whatever her name is. But that was it was the the voice, it, it, same voice, same oh, actor. Uh, uh, Marina Sirtis or whatever. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. she was the matriarch. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I killed the matriarch. Okay, I chose to save the Rachni Queen. Uh, I did too. My first place. Because I, I I have a because you had said that things you choose affect farther down the storyline. So I'm. Crossing my fingers that I'm going to have a whole bunch of insect friends down which, the road that I can call on. Which brings up the question, are you looking ahead of time? Are you going on websites to find no, out no, no. what it is? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm deliberately doing everything I can okay. to make sure I don't see anything. Got it. Okay. Good. But I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of like the mop-up kind of bullshit stuff before I get onto the main story. That's normally how I play those type of games, too. I, I did the same yeah. thing when I started. It, like, it, I found all the seek, all the, the keepers in the Citadel. I found all right. that. I've I've been going around and just you know we have a distress call from the SS holy shit and, you know <laughs> I go save the people you know I've been doing a bunch of that stuff you know. solid and then is that is that Seth Green as your as pilot? Joker yes okay Seth that's what Green. I thought they've got a pretty solid voice acting cast yeah it's, that, it's, it's not too bad pretty good yeah I don't know if I, if I want Chris Griffin backing me up I'm just saying. I'll give you that, but on the other hand, Joker's pretty badass in the game. He seems pretty he's, badass. He's kind of Although the he's comic also, relief. Yes, he's also a cripple, so you can also make fun of him with that. Well, I do make, I do like making fun of cripples. He's got, uh, he's got like that. So do I holl- He's got like the same thing that Samuel L. Jackson has in Unbreakable. He's got like oh, that, he's got like that kind of thing going on. And he's in Mass Effect. And he's the pilot. <laughs> Good. That's yeah. right. We're going to put our lives in the hands of a man who, if he sneezes, breaks his wrists. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. 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 
So that's how my my week's been going. Coffee went blonde. Whoa! So how about that? So she made it official. Right. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Well played, sir. Well played. Now, the question is, what, is this the original color, or is this the new one? No, or? this looks dyed. That it, looks it a little does. too yellow. It looks a little too, like, Disney to, you know, to be real. Yeah. Yeah, like Highlander said, she's doing the Rapunzel thing. She's it's doing like, the Rapunzel thing. Jesus Christ. So, Highlander, or, or Varyar. We talked to Highlander. That's enough for one day. Uh, Varyar, how was your day? How's your uh, weekend, I should say? A weekend, I work. And, good. I mean, you know how much yep. is get. It's... Jesus, God, so many people. At one point, I'm, like, helping four families at once. I'm like, all right, try that glove on, kid. Okay, you over there, hold the bat out. Hold that until I tell you another, and then to turn back, help some kid, look back. All right, you're good. It's insane. I mean, we had, like, 20 people in the store all day. Continue. <laughs> Just checking the levels. We're still good. All right. She's very- I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Emp is very happy. Yes, he is. Well, uh, look, everything else has turned to shit this entire weekend. This is the only thing so far that's gone well. So- I'll give you in it. Maybe, maybe that's the way it is. Maybe it's it's a karma thing that like for every for the for the computer to work, everything else has to be shit. <laughs> Which you means that next week when everything's going okay, the computer's going to fry. It's I, like I, an I angry pagan. I God. will restart this computer ten times in a row, then go through the, what I've had to. I restart the computer to me is a fine thing if that's my trade-off. I'd rather do that than have to sit in our fucking hospital bed for hours on end, doing nothing, waiting for someone to come by and do something for me. God. Oh, I've, I've, been, playing, yeah. I've been playing Angry Birds Space. Have you, have you downloaded that yet? I have not. It's weird. It's, I it's believe it. It's really Angry Birds in Space. Well, it's, it's, it's not just like the other ones where it's kind of the same, they just kind of overlay. It's, it's a totally different mechanic. Okay. There's, uh, they are in space, but because they're in space... There's planets and the pigs are on the planets, but there's like there's like a like a gravity thing around it. So when you oh, okay. w- when you shoot it, when it once it once it pick, once the gravity of the planet picks it up, then it kind of spirals inward. So you have to factor that into where you shoot the Interesting. birds. Huh? That's kind of cool. It's bleached. I killed it dead. The hair gets four weeks to recover. Then it will hopefully be white. 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 Wow. All right. Wow. You're gonna be a uh, storm then. Huh? Mm, okay. Well, the fact that she's white. Huh. All right, then. I got to think that's not good for hair, to bleach it. I don't think it is. I mean, not unless you're going to use, like, nutrients. I mean, unless you're literally going to take fruits and, like, put them in, you, like, squeeze them onto your head to try and keep it from, like, not just falling out. It is funny that most women will fight, and I can think of a couple in particular that will fight tooth and nail to make sure they never get anything white. They will, they will fight Mother Nature until the bitter end. And then there are some people like, eh, I like white hair, and try to get it as a matter of course. So I'm, I, am, I, I am mildly looking forward to seeing her with white hair. I'm curious what that's going to look like. As am I. It'll be an interesting transformation okay. over the yes. next few weeks. We've, we've used some interesting words to describe that, haven't we? Yes, very interesting. Very nuanced. <laughs> and if it goes poorly, of course, we can be counted on to make fun of it. Of Por- course. Yeah, Porta. As long as it's not black, am I right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. So that's it? Just uh, I, people at the store? and All weekend yeah. was work and it was hell, but it was nice because I was actually on spring break this week. And I've been in a slump lately. I mean, this week has been my literally the first time in three months I've had a day without either work or school. Mm-hmm. So this week, yeah, worked out, went down to the Metro Parks, went on a couple hikes, uh, played some golf. It was a nice, relaxing week, actually. I 
Then uh, last night we played the Star Wars mod that he was I, talking about. I heard about that, too. Yeah. I heard. Well, you bailed, and then Tech and I tried to stay the course for about another hour. But with just the two of us, it was not doable. So not doable at all. Did you get to the Star Destroyers? That's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And? I had them all unlocked. I had, like, four of the massive Imperial ones in my fleet. Uh-huh. And I, yeah. I thought I was ready to go on the offensive. And Tech is holding on to these border worlds with bleeding fingernails. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, all right, I finally got my fleet ready. Kind of like you. I take a little while to get ready, but then I'll jump in. I was in. so pissed on Friday. So pissed. But um, I finally, I've got my fleet ready. I feel like it's a hammer that's just going to smash the shit out of anything. The computer's better at working together than I thought. Because <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in. And I thought I was just going to blow the hell out of his worlds before his fleet could get back because he's fighting tech, the same guy. Uh-huh. And uh, all of a sudden, two other computer fleets, his allies or whatever, jump in, and I'm fighting them, and I'm doing okay. And then two more jump in, and I'm just like, ah, fuck. Well, you know why? It's because the computer's a cheating whore. That's why. Well, that's well, very true. Be, right. yeah. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah. you steamroll Yeah, otherwise, you beat the hell out of it. Right. Now, is it more difficult, the AI is more difficult in the mod than it is in the regular game? I, I believe so, yeah. Okay, good. Because even in the regular game, even me and you could play a bunch of the hards yeah. and clean them up. This was not clean them up. This okay, so was, five what was a little the too much. fuck? I see. It, I'll be honest. If you had been there, I think we could have pulled it off. If you had been there, I think we could have won. With two human players, it's kind of tough. Because right. the third player, the computer takes over for me when I left, and it's just and, doing and nothing. So. While the enemy computer is wily as shit and has all sorts of fucking cheating whore bonuses. In fact, I think uh-huh. I killed the guy before I left. I killed off Green. Oh, yeah, you killed off Light Green. Well, you killed Light Green, and then he sent a colony fleet, and you took one little planet, and oh, I found okay. him, and I cleansed him. But then... <laughs> cleansed him. Yeah, I purged him, as the yes. as Emperor would say. Um, but that still left four of them. And they all just, I mean, like I said, while the enemy AI is wily and gets all sorts of, I'm convinced, upgrades and uh-huh. you know, bonuses and stuff, the AI on your team is an amiable retard. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, hi oh, guys, I'm over here in the corner. We're on the same team. <laughs> and like, he'll send you these messages. That's my favorite part because anytime his ships jump into where you're fighting one of the enemies, uh-huh. he'll send you this little message like, I'm here to help or... <laughs> Help has arrived, or let's get these guys, or whatever the hell his stupid message is. Okay. And he sent, like, two ships. And I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean help Thanks for the arrived? scout ship. <laughs> Glad it's here. You can watch me die. <laughs> like Report when, back to your leaders that I went down fighting. <laughs> like, when he left, he had the biggest fleet of any of us. Uh-huh. An hour later, when Tech and I are dying... I don't know. Apparently, the friendly computer doesn't feel like rebuilding its losses because it had nothing. It has hordes of flying scout ships, just like he says. Uh-huh. And, like, two would jump in, and he'd be like, help it arrive. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, <laughs> fuck. The tide has turned. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it was awful. So did you like the mod? I did. I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay. I especially like the fact that I have Super Star Destroyers as my as your, star, as your star basis, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was really hoping for a, a Death Star, but I'll take it. Dude, those things were the only reason we hung on as long as we did. I had one in every system, and I kept jumping them into their systems just to piss them off. Wait, you can do that? You can jump No, the, no, no. Oh, you're building them in. Yeah, I'd send my fleet in to protect it long enough to get it built, and then okay. I'd jump away and laugh while they tried to shoot it. Okay, got it. Now, I imagine once Rebellion comes out and they add Titans to the Sins of the Solar Empire, I'm imagining the Titans are going to be, if they redo the mod, and I'm hoping they will, the mod will have the Super Star Destroyer as your Titan. Right. And then the that Death Star will take over as your um, 
uh, starbase. Although you know the uh, the imperial uh, the imperial two. Star Destroyer, mm-hmm. the heaviest of the capital ships. That thing's almost got the fucking firepower of a Titan. Almost. Really? It's Good. not quite there, um, but it, it's close. And it it's doesn't have the abilities, enough. but yeah, it's, it's insane. That's the only problem with the Empire is that, it, as we found out last night, it's, it's extremely expensive for your ships. But uh, you've got to balance it out some way because, I mean, they, they bring a lot of hurt with them. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, one of the, in, in the mod, one, if you're the Empire, everything moves slower. Everything's way more expensive, but if you can get someone in your grip, they are going to fucking die. Wow. So, we will show you before you leave, because I know you're a big Star Wars, Mark. Absolutely. Uh, they have a Star Trek and a Battlestar Galactica mod I have not downloaded. Um, I want to see how this one went, because as mods go, you never know. Is it right. going to run? Is it just a bunch of right. bugs? The Battlestar Galactica one, there, there, there can't be that much. I mean, really, there's, there's the Vipers, the Battlestar, and the Cylon ships base ships well right. yeah but you know Battlestar Galactica online added a whole bunch of ships to the canon oh so okay I so I, I never played that so I don't I don't know yeah I read a little on their site and it looks like they will bring it for rebellions as tech priest well that's good I, I'd like to actually go with it now here the problem is I really was hoping to play against other people because I mean comp stops are nice except when they stop you back the problem is it's hard enough trying to find people who are playing you know the real game versus the you know sure exactly aside from yeah. The mod. yeah and everybody's playing you're the playing beta. a mod of a game that not so many people already know about well yeah. most of the players are in the beta for the next expansion which uh-huh. is coming out in a few months so even in the beta it's hard to, I have the beta even in the beta it's it takes a while to get a game I mean you're looking at ten to fifteen minutes just trying to get people together which wow. seems to believe that this is a single player game because they've sold millions of copies so hmm. okay. Portis says it's quiet tonight in IRC. It is. Uh, people started getting chatty. Someone asked if I was what I'm playing Mass Effect 3 on. I'm not playing Mass Effect 3. I'm playing Mass Effect. The first one. The first one. I haven't gotten to 3 yet. Speaking of... Damn. Okay. Well, that's all. That's, it's, it's a couple seconds. It's that's still, not bad. It's still doable. I may be able to fix that one second. Let's see if we're... No? Overflow's fine. Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Okay. Fair enough. So anyway, you were saying? Oh, uh, unfortunately, due to the insane amount of people, uh, I came here straight from work. I don't have two for you that, yet. That's fine. I still haven't finished with one. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I luckily, figure... luckily, tomorrow I have nothing. I was supposed to work, but because I was the only one that would be there working seven days on the schedule, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's a bit shitty. So we gotcha. moved some things around, so I actually have tomorrow off. So tonight will be... Excellent. Mass Effect until the sun comes up. So. Nice. Love those nights. Yes. Definitely going to have to keep an eye on it. Yeah, the, the, there's a bit of a delay, but there's no skipping, so I'm, I'm not too worried yet. That's a big delay now. That yeah, was about, what, six seconds? They say usually it hits about this time, 35, 40 minutes in. That's just weird. It is I weird. don't... Because it, it just... Happens. It's not like there was a buildup. We ch- right. you checked it like what five minutes ago and nothing? yeah, about it was fine. The levels were fine. <sighs> That's aggravating. Yeah, see, it's skipping already. So we're gonna take a break, restart the system, and we're back. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. Well, I guess we didn't solve the problem as I had hoped. So, which still sort of sucks, but yes, it does. we'll figure it out. I. I Eventually. Eventually. I, I don't know. Maybe your machine just hates you. I think it probably does. I think so, too. Yeah. 
Well, I don't understand why this is all. This has not always been the problem, and I'm trying to, for the life of me, to think what it is that we've changed in the past two months that has caused this to happen, and I cannot think of anything. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, it's, it's, apart from the computer. Because that's but nothing changed in the computer either. No, but ha- I mean, hasn't it always done this though on no. this particular computer? No, no, no. Okay. it's only been it doing too. it for the past couple months. Well, we had a problem with Sam Encoder itself because it wasn't playing nice with Windows Seven, but that was a Sam problem, and that was I would have to reload it because it wasn't playing any of the sound effects, it wasn't playing any of the music. Oh, okay, yeah, it never okay. interrupted the stream. So it's very, very odd because yes. it's got to be something new, but I don't know what it could be. So I don't know. Whatever. It's important to make sure you don't interrupt the stream. Or streams. Or, ma- or really, really important, don't cross the streams. Very important. That's the one thing. As always. Waiting for that. Don't, don't cross the streams and don't look in, into the trap. So two things you have to remember. If there's anything Ghostbusters taught me. And that's right. If anybody asks if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> I, th- I think that's it. I think that's the only things you can learn from Hey, there's Kuma Boy. I haven't seen him around in a while. Huh. So you could have beat it in this cruiser show. Nice. All right. No idea. Yes, we're doing Skype calls. Tech Priest asking if we are taking calls this evening. Yes, we are, God willing. And the fact that we don't collapse, uh, you can call us on Skype. Add us, Emperor underscore 1G. Add us. And uh, what happens? <clears throat> As I will tell you to get in line, if you were an IRC, contact none left. He will put you in the order of which the phone calls I will take. Uh, once we're done with that, if you are outside of IRC, if you are not playing nice and participating with everybody else tonight, I will take your calls out of turn. Uh, once I'm done with IRC, you can call in. It'll be a free-for-all. So, yes, we will be taking the calls uh, later this evening. Although there are a couple of you who are in odd time zones that are really late. So I was going to make an exception for you guys if you want to call in early. Uh, message me in IRC, and I will get you in. But. Still like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Being though. nice to the Euros now? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm being nice because I still have to treat like shit when they call. Seems like you're being a little polite. It's very unemperor. It, it really, it, you must be sounds more like than me. I thought. Yes. Huh. Blame it on the painkillers. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Demerol makes him nice. Laying <laughs> some stock of it. <laughs> could be worse. Could, could be Oxycontin. They're going to start sending high Actually, messages. that's what they got me on. They have you on Oxycontin? I'm sorry, no, Oxycodone. Oh, okay. Oxycodone, okay. Yes, Codone. Okay. Still good, not as good, though. I don't, no. I'm not, not a as... drug guy, so like, I have no idea if one's better than the other or whatever. So. I don't know. If you tried Oxycontin, you would know. No, this is, I tend to pop up foreigners. Okay. All right, so... All right, I didn't really need to know that. Uh, well, I mean, I know Pusser's in a, in a weird time zone because she normally likes to call in her sheet. No, I, I was referring to it more in a uh, sexual manner. I tend to bump up foreigners. I, I really didn't need to know that you bump up foreigners. hey Exactly. I really didn't right. deserve it, but I'll, I'll nah, roll with it. Nah, that's, why, that's why I didn't really give it a good umph. It was just sort of a throwaway. Toss it out there. See how it floats. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so here's how I can get in contact with the show. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. So, again, I apologize for the, uh, uh, the problem we I had. I apologize. I was wrong. Yeah, it's like she's right here. <laughs> Oxycontin is a brand name of Oxycontin. Ah, so you're, you're, you're doing the uh, generic route then, apparently, sir. Uh, okay. I guess. So. Huh. I did not Pray know that, that you never have this. 
Anyways, gentlemen, uh, we had some topics this evening. Uh, three of you guys sent in topics, so we will get to those right away. Now, this one, Highlander and I was watching. We were watching before you came in. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. It's it's funny. Unfortunately, you guys are going to be able to see it if you're watching the podcast or whatever. But so Of we'll, course, yes, you, you'll probably have to go to the website. Yeah, we'll and, show you in the break. Uh, yeah. uh, fire, so. It's pretty funny. Nice. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Highlander, again, this is one of those where you just – happened to see whatever popped up well usually when when i look for articles i try to find ones that aren't just strictly news like you know this happened today i mean that's fine it has its place but you can't really talk about it you can't generate a discussion it's usually that happened okay moving on so i i try to find ones that can at least generate some sort of conversation that you know people might be able to i agree with this because of this i disagree because of that kind of thing and i thought that this might the bill. Three ways the video game business could bounce back. Well, go ahead, Highlander. Folks aren't buying video games the way they used to, and that's a problem, at least for the companies in the industry. GameStop reported quarterly results on Thursday morning, and it wasn't pretty. Same store sales declined 3.6%, and the video game retailer is targeting a 75 to 9% slive in comps for the current quarter. Wow. The same company that was expanding throughout the recession now expects to close more stores than it opens this year. That doesn't surprise me, though. GameStop expects its performance to improve as the new fiscal year goes on. Of course it does. It has to say that. Its used game sales also continue to improve, and that's important because it's where GameStop makes its meatiest margins. However, it's really just a matter of time before the plunge in hardware bleeds into a dive in the sales of new and used games. Retail sales tracker NPD Group has been chronicling the three-year slide in video game sales every month. NPD takes a look back at the carnage from the month before, and it's not for the weak of heart. There was a 20% slide in hardware and boxed software last month. Gamers were looking at a huge 34% drop in sales of hardware, software, and accessories back in January. These are bad months that are being pitted against years of bad months. Now, I will say this to interrupt. Uh, The hardware sales doesn't surprise me because you're saturating the market. The systems have been out for going on almost a decade. Everyone who's going to buy one, for the most part, already owns one. So it's not surprising to me that the, the hardware in and of itself has gone down. True. Yeah. Oh, then maybe the handhelds. I, I would also say, and this, this is kind of a, a thing that we had mentioned before, is that we're at the, the dip of like the consoles. Like next yeah, year. Right. In fact, I just read an article that uh, the new Xbox is going to come out 2013. Right. So, you know, and the Wii U is coming out, what, late this year? Something like that? Mm-hmm. So that's probably partially a reason for that kind of stuff. Well, and like M said, it's at this point people are buying them in it's a replacement cycle now. Yes. Everyone that wants one has one. And now they're just getting the other one because it broke. Right, it broke reason. or my controller's batteries don't work, so I'm going to get that accessory, but right. nobody's going out and Yeah. Believers will argue that things may not be that bad, and they would be right. The NPD group data doesn't measure digital sales and some online retail traffic. Even in the brick-and-mortar world, GameStop's store-level performance never appears as bad as the NPD data would seem to suggest. However, it's clear that the trend isn't getting any better. Console makers and game developers better think of something before they run out of time. What this industry needs to do. Let's go over a few ideas that may help the industry battle its way back. Some may seem more outrageous than others, but video game companies have to do something drastic. They can't just keep hitting the continue button and expect to be brought back to life forever. Number one, make console and handheld games cheaper. True. Paying $60 for a new console game or 40 for a handheld title is out of touch with reality. We live in digital days when these same box games are competing against 99 cent and free ad-supported downloads. Obviously, console games can't function with those models. 
Developers are making layered gaming experiences, and that costs a lot of time and money. The console and handheld makers command juicy royalties on every title sold. You will never buy the latest shrink-wrapped Call of Duty game for $9.99. It's too late to make it up in volume. That's a mention. Oh, hang on. They, I mean, how many copies of Call of Duty sold last time? Uh, Millions? $11 billion. Right. It, it sold crazy. At yeah. 60 bucks a pop. Sure. So, However, those high prices are sending mainstream players, those who aren't diehard gamers, off to tablets, smartphones, and Facebook when they want a diversion. The games may not be as intricate, but they'll do. One way to help stem the migration is for software and hardware companies to come together to drum up models with low initial prices to get gamers into the realms. Then the publishers and hardware companies can explore ways to share ad revenue or virtual goods to enhance gameplay. Isn't this the model that social gaming giant Zynga is excelling at? It works. Zynga is now the most valuable game software company outside of Activision Blizzard. Sorry, not to jump in. Didn't we do an article a couple months back about how Zynga is great on paper, but in real life it's people are going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit? Something like that. I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah. I vaguely remember us talking about them. As do I. Anywho, uh, initial prices need to come down. Incremental revenue streams need to creep up. Hardware and software com- companies need to make concessions so everyone is happy and development isn't stymied along the way. Number two, update the controllers to make them relevant. The days of analog buttons and controllers are numbered. Sure, they're more practical than touchscreen controls, but remember all of the BlackBerry owners who swore by their physical smartphone keyboards? The future doesn't always have to make sense. Quote, users with a gaming console and portable console said the iPad was their favorite for gaming. Bullshit. Yeah, no way. I, I call C- bullshit. Apple of course. CEO Tim Cook said in introducing the new iPad earlier right. this month. I'm sure he would. The comment turned heads, and rightfully so. How can a combat game or sports title be more effective on a flat tablet than it is blown up on a TV screen with, tradi- with traditional controllers? Well, Cook would be silly to lie so early in his tenure as CEO as the world's most valuable that's, tech company. That's their evidence. No, there's no scientific study or anything we did, but you got to trust me. I'm new at my job. Really? Now, I will say it was kind of yeah. cool when I was at Dave & Buster's last night. They have started putting in these these touch games. Uh, uh-huh. and, and one is called Fruit Ninja where you, you swipe the Yeah, uh, yeah uh, you can get that screen. on. I, I can get that on my phone. Right. Well, they've yeah. got them in the arcades now in, in Dave & Buster's. I thought that was kind of cool, but... It's, it, it got boring after two minutes, and, so, and you really can't do anything except wave your hand on the thing, and then you're done. Right. There are right. there are games for the iPad, and I've actually got a couple of them, where like they have virtual sticks where you put your thumbs on yeah. the screen in the right place, and it kind of works that way. No, fuck no, you can't. You have there's no tactile feedback. You have right. no idea. You know right. what's it sucks. No, 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 no. That's no. all I have to say. Okay. Nintendo is already thinking that way. When the Wii U hits the market later this year, it will feature a controller that has some traditional controls, but is also a touchscreen. You may as well beat Apple to the punch. When it rolls out its own line of high-def smart TVs, which I don't know if it's going to happen or not, you, may, you just know that folks will be able to use their iPads, iPhones, and iPod touch devices as gaming remotes. Throw in the ubiquitous convenience of the Apple App Store, and an already bad scene for, for traditional gaming companies is about to get worse. Anything that console makers can do to make their platforms compete with tablets and PCs will make them that much more relevant in the future. And number three, take gaming to the next level. More console and handheld games need to introduce casual and social gaming elements. We're not talking about Xbox Live or Activision's Battle.net here. 
The field has to evolve to the point where a console game gets stickier because players can advance the gameplay when they have a couple of minutes on their smartphone waiting at the dentist's office or during a commercial break. There are already signs of this happening. Sony's PlayStation Vita is already thinking this way with its never-stop-playing tagline, but how many people are going to fork over 250 for another device to carry around? Gaming companies need to swallow their pride and enhance their titles through apps and social networking games. It, It may be the best way to win the casual gamers back. Something needs to happen. This three-year path that the industry has been taking isn't going anywhere pleasant. Gamers are smart enough to know that. Now it's time for the industry to wake up and see it that way. Your thoughts, gentlemen? I disagree with almost everything in the article. Yeah, so far I, I don't see a whole lot. And for one, there's, I mean, obviously this is just his opinion, but it's being brought, you know, the way it's being um, uh, portrayed is that this is really how it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. And I disagree with that. It, it, your apps and social networking games, I don't know that's going to enhance your title. Look, I, I don't want to have to play a game on, you know, my PlayStation 3, and then I have to go get something off of my phone or off of the computer or off of Facebook to get to the next level or to enhance it somehow. I, I, to me, that's just more of a hassle. I don't want, like it said earlier, I mean, do you really want to have another, uh, uh, another piece of equipment you have to carry around, like the Vita? Well, at the same time, do I really want to have to go to two, three, four different places to enjoy one game? Well, I, I would assume that this person's talking about integrating it all so that it would all be in one location. Well, okay, I don't see how that could possibly work then unless you're going to put console games on your phone because I'm not going to sit in my basement and play Xbox Live for five minutes when I've got a quick break. It's right. not going to happen. Right. So, But it actually it does remind me, um, Mass Effect 3. Uh-huh. Uh, there is an iPhone, or I'm sure it's on Android too. There is a game called Mass Effect Infiltrator, uh-huh. um, and it's one of those phone games or casual, whatever the hell he called them. Okay, um, and you can play it, and if you play it, supposedly it enhances your experience. Now you don't have to play it to get the full ending. You don't have to play it right. to get the full game. Uh-huh. You can if you want to. It's kind of like the multiplayer. You can win without it, but if you play it. You'll do so. Better. So by, by by playing that game, it affects what you do in the Supposedly, real Mass Effect. Yeah. Game? How does that happen? I right? have no idea because I didn't buy it. I'm not going to. Okay. But I mean, I, I guess that's maybe what he's talking about. But he did a shitty job of presenting it because I'll be honest. No, social networking games. You're not people that buy sixty dollar titles at GameStop are not going to be influenced because you came up with a version of Mafia Wars that ties back to your universe. It's not going to happen. I just I, I don't see any. But I could see him trying to go the the uh, that kind of route in the microtransactions. Well, you've only gained two levels today. If you want to gain a third, drop ten dollars. Otherwise, you got to wait twenty four hours to gain your next level for your character. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I'm just talking. Uh, you know, I can see the microtransactions. We've discussed it over and over, and yeah. it's already yeah. happening, and it is going to happen. Fighting it. I think at this point we're not fighting whether it happens or not, but gamers are going to have to fight to hold a line Uh past which it's unacceptable. Um, But I'm talking about, you know, he's talking about integrating social networking games. Have you played them? They all suck. Guys who are playing Mass Effect, guys who are playing, you know, Call of Duty don't want to... Well, maybe the Call of Duty guys. No, I'm... I'm, I'm, (laughs) Yeah, I understand. The only thing I can think of that would... See, I, I can't think of like a social networking game, but I, I could see something where, where you could you could link up your Facebook to Call of Duty, and like when you hit the next level or when you hit an achievement, it pops onto your Facebook. Yeah, like, hey, I just live already. I just sniped. Yeah, but it's, I'm talking about 
Hey, everybody on my friends list. I want my family to know I just sniped some asshole from like a thousand yards out. Is but really is isn't that really what Facebook is? Really, it's it's. Hey, everybody! I just had a peanut butter jelly sandwich today. Facebook is. Hey, already, everybody! I just took a shit. It's already fucking obnoxious enough. I really don't want to add to it. I mean that that's something that I could see in the in the relatively near future. In fact, I'm not surprised it hasn't happened already. That some company hasn't proposed something to MySpace or Facebook. Or, I'll give you that or whatever, and just you know inter, you know linked it in with Xbox Live or the PlayStation Network or. Whatever the hell Nintendo's piece of shit thing is, I don't even know what it is. I will not buy the Wii. Unless I, I, I am completely and utterly wrong versus everything I've read. I play it, and this thing blows me away. I don't care if my daughter begs for it. She's not getting it because she doesn't use the Wii as it is. I bought her Mario Party 9 for her birthday. She played it for 10 minutes last night, says it sucks, and her and her friend went upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, good. There's That's 50 awesome. bucks well spent. Yes. Nice. Awesome. So, yeah. I it's, I, I, it's getting a little creepy in IRC. Uh, why? I'm not Copy, your hair looks shiny. I wish to touch it. That's Barry mm. representing the best of ETWs. <laughs> Classy. <IRC. laughs> Call of Duty 360. Oh. Is 360 favor and consider majority of 360 gamers has brain damage? Thank you, Niv. Everyone knows Mario, Par- Mario Party sucks. I don't know. Mystic Mims Brothers play uh, quite religiously. At least they did. I don't How know do if you they play Mario the Party Religion? Isn't it one of those, like, it has 70 little stupid games? Like, put the ball in the cup and <laughs> jump up and down. Is, isn't that what Mario Party is? Uh, maybe I think of the wrong one. What, I, what's the Mario Literally, game they, I don't remember. Okay, I, I, what's the Mario game with it, with it, where they try to throw each other off a platform? Super Smash Brothers. The Super Smash Brothers. Thank you. Brothers. That's what they used to play religiously. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Party. Okay. So That makes more sense. That makes much more sense. And I don't know when the last In fact, Super there's there, there, there are people who play it so religiously they, can, they make money off of it. There are, there are tournaments, like major tournaments. For, for Super, Super Smash Brothers. Absolutely kidding. Forever alone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like it's, it's fighting games, shooters, Super Smash Brothers. Hey, baby, what do you do? I'm a paralegal. What do you do? I'm a professional Super <laughs> Smash Brothers champion. I'm kind of a Do you want to get on your knees now or later? <laughs> I've won three esports tournaments. <laughs> you should see me hit those bricks with my head. <laughs> oh. I... What? Oh, I'm sorry. He's. I didn't realize we were supposed to. He is. He is. Yes, I, I didn't realize. I mean, you know, I didn't realize we had to carry the show while you were busy texting. <laughs> Actually, I believe I, I told you that ahead of time that you're carrying the show because I'd feel like shit. So. All right. But, you know. And if you throw up, I will do my best to fill the dead air. However, you. checking your text messages, I'm just yes. saying. Well, it's little heads up, that. dude. Little heads up. We'll do one more, and we've got to take a break. Uh, now, this I also find interesting, because we have discussed this before on the show, uh, yes. that the Japanese video game market is really taking a pounding as of late, including the guy from Capcom saying, or was it Konami? I think it was Capcom. The guy said that the Japanese game is now five years behind the Western yeah, market. Yeah, I remember us talking about that, okay. yeah. Uh, the PlatformNation.com has this, an open letter to Japanese video game developers and their critics. Who's going to uh, read that? You want me to read it? Uh, you know what? I can't. I'll, I'll you sure? Because yeah. you're the one without the voice. It, it is kind of, it's not lengthy, lengthy, but it is a little bit. I'll skip the unimportant parts. All right. Trust me. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's no secret that Japan no longer dominates the video game market, but according to luminaries like Hideo Kojima and Keiji Inafumi, did I get that right? Kaiji in Inafumi. Yeah, yeah fuck it. The Japanese... Uh, I'm American. Keith. <laughs> Keith? Japanese, <laughs> this is American. We went from Kaiji to Keith? Yeah, it's easier. 
The Japanese development community is mostly oblivious of Western tastes and doomed to fail in its current state. Most of the critics mean well, but they paint a picture of a sinking ship, with only a handful of smart enough to get on the last few lifeboats. And a grim outlook for a nation uh, that, I, that I typically associate with optimistic ragtag groups saving the world and colorful curiosities that emphasize harmony over violence, but it is the situation really that dire. It's a question we've been asking ourselves for the Rumble Pack for a couple of weeks for the GDC uh, 2012. And I think we've realized that maybe it isn't a problem that needs fixing. Maybe we're looking at it uh, at the new status quo. Last year, you'd be forgiven for getting some of the modest industry successes in the midst of blockbusters like Modern Warfare 3 and Skyrim. Though the payoff can be huge, development costs and advertising budgets for these games are staggering to the point where many talented individuals are leaving the AAA world for indie pet projects and iOS tidbits. But there is some territory in between, and the folks at Atlas, God, they're still around? I guess so. And From Software seem to appreciate that. With Catherine and Dark Souls, respectively, they took two seemingly niche concepts and turned them into hits. Neither game is compromising. Catherine is a bizarre, psychosexual thriller puzzle game. Well, Dark Souls has made its fortunes by making players cry in frustration. That's one of the hardest games I've ever played. And yet somehow, with reasonable expectations and budgets, these developers were able to find Western audiences. Now compare that to Final Fantasy XIII, the poster child for a Japanese game industry gone awry. With over 5.5 million copies sold, the lessons learned from this game's development remain unclear. But whether or not you're like me and managed to eke some fun out of the game, I don't think it can be disputed that the title hunt uh, title hurt the franchise's reputation. And yes, it did. Uh, Square Enix's top talent spent over five years creating the engine, scenarios, and 50-plus uh, hours of quests. In that time, Atlas and Xseed, among others, successfully published numerous smaller projects that made money back and gave fans both new and old experiences. It's great that Final Fantasy XIII was a grand experiment. But it was also a tremendous gamble that now has many writing Square Enix, uh, Square Enix off as a single malign entity or entry in a beloved series. Now, hang on. I will give, I will defend Squaresoft on this to a point. Final Fantasy is, it's a victim of its own success. You can't just pump out a smaller Final Fantasy project anymore. It's got to be big. It has to be epic every time. Yes, it yeah. is a staple of video games. It is one of the premier franchises. So you can't just kick it out like Atlas does. Like, you know, the Growlancer series, or actually, I don't think they did Growlancer. Whatever, you know, the various games that Atlas does, and I've got a bunch off the top of my head, I can't think of any. But, I don't. I mean, smaller, not quite as epic, the graphics aren't quite as nice when it comes to their RPGs, their strategy games. I'll be honest, so far into reading this, that's not the point I'm taking away. I don't think he's saying that Final Fantasy and the big titles are a mistake, just that nobody's looking at the room for those smaller titles and taking them seriously. Companies seem to be thinking, at least what I'm, what I'm taking away is that, getting is that, that the market needs to switch to doing smaller games than many of them as opposed to the big blockbuster titles because they don't always necessarily... See, what I'm getting is okay. that, at least, again, this is just my that's interpretation so far, is that he thinks that companies are going either all big title or nothing and think that that's what they have to do while there uh -huh. still is that market in the middle. I, You know, it... it that's kind of what I'm taking boy, away from it, it. Boy, it sounds like I'm going to ride the fence on this one. It sounds like he's saying both things. Really, I'm hearing what you're saying there. With he's talking about Catherine and Dark Souls, and I'm hearing what you're saying about how you're pointing and they have no idea blockbuster they thing. See. Well, when I say, who gives a shit? <laughs> who cares? I'll point whoever I damn well please. But it sounds like he's saying both things. Um, it it sounds like he's upset that 
people are writing off Square Enix because Final Fantasy XIII blew, and now everyone's like, well, Square Enix sucks, and everything they do sucks, and Good fuck Good Continue. And at the same time, he's also talking about how you don't need to have a huge, epic, giant Call of Duty Final Fantasy game in order to successfully compete in the marketplace. Let's continue. Maybe Atlas's business isn't big enough. I can understand that. Europe and North America combined have over 10 times the potential audience of Japan. And by catering to only Japan- Japanophiles, you end up leaving a lot of money on the table. Well, if you're so insistent on making inroads in the West, for the love of gamers everywhere, be careful with whom you work. Pick your projects carefully. Right now, I'm looking at scathing reviews for the latest Resident Evil spinoff. Oh, yeah. I read these reviews for yeah. Operation Rector. Yeah. Brutal. Bad. Um, uh, console. Uh, God, was my... <laughs> I love to say console fag. A legal tender bought it. I'm sorry, uh, he acquired it. He acquired it. Yes, after reading the uh, reviews, he decided not to purchase it outright, and he said they are as the reviews are, don't give it credit. It's even worse than they say. He said the mechanics are horrible. None of it makes any damn sense. He said there are bugs left and right. He said it, wow. it, this is a horrible addition to the franchise. And we talked about it at lunch a couple times, it, how it damages because it is such a big franchise. Sure, yeah. And wondering how Capcom let that one out the door. Ditto for the Dark Void and Bionic Commando. Wow, that's an old one. Mm-hmm. The latter of which should have been given the company pause uh, the moment it revealed that Rad's wife was programmed into his arm. Our store shelves are just as crowded here in the States as they are in Japan, and we're just as good at stiffing out half-assed Drek. All right, maybe that's a stretch. Sometimes, though, it's not even a matter of quality. I have some qualms with Van- Vanquish's storyline, uh, but it's every bit as con- competent as the latest Gears of War. Critics generally seem to like binary domain. The problem is that on the surface, these games look and sound just as generic and countless as other shooters. And neither Vanquish nor binary domain was ever going to get the same kind of advertising budget that helps a Battlefield or a Call of Duty stand out. Now, I'm not saying that Japanese developers have nothing to add to the genre. But on this side of the Pacific, it's an extremely brutal marketplace without too much room for uh, imports. Which is strange because it used to be the exact opposite. Yeah, you know, it used to be that the Japanese games, because it was that, it, that really was their it. systems, dominated. The, yeah, that was it. Yeah. In making these Western-friendly games, Japanese developers also run the risk of losing their cultural identity. I think globalization is a wonderful in a number of respects, but in this particular case, it is the enemy of artistic expression. When I look back on the most memorable Japanese games of the past few generations, I think of games like Akami. Ketamari Damasi, Valkyria Chronicles, and Shadow of the Colossus. Granted, not all of these games were huge sellers, but they all published video games forward, uh, pushed video games forward while also remaining true to their country of origin. And chasing the dollar and farming out development elsewhere, you run the risk of losing the joy and flourish that makes Japanese games so special. There's one other alternative, even though everyone dismisses it as an anomaly. Nintendo. Miyamoto, uh, uh Miyamoto, uh, and crew have had their ups and downs over the past three decades, but they've remained on top through consistent quality and a willingness to move in new directions. You can bag on the Super Mario Brothers or Legend of Zelda series for falling back in tried-and-true mechanics, but there's a reason both series have remained relevant, and it's not the iconic characters or the marketing. Those help, but at the end of the day, when you buy a Nintendo game, you know what you're picking up, something that has been play-tested and crafted or carefully crafted. Years of R&D goes into each game. Companies like Capcom that damage their brands with shoddy products would be foolish to ignore Nintendo's track record. Plus, the company isn't uh, against publishing cultural oddballs like my beloved Chibi-Robo and Animal Crossing. Renegade Kids Jules Watchum recently touched upon this uh, defeatism in a great blog entry about the 3DS eShop and effectively making and selling games. 
Of course, beat Nintendo isn't much of an answer to a problem that is taking a heavy toll on the Japanese developers and the global video game industry to some extent. But while there are many quick options, social network apps, here we go again, iOS quickies, Western collaborations, none of them are going to patch things up if we lose sight of what makes you special. Japan, in this era of gory shooters and uh, jingoistic military sims, you're still giving us experiences like the synth... uh, Synthanesia. Synesthesia. Synesthesia. I'm going to look that one up. You don't know what that is? That's when when your senses blend together. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, when someone drops acid and they're at the Doobie Brothers concert. And you can taste yellow. And you can... And the music... Oh, the music's all blue. That kind of thing. All right. So hippie stuff. Okay. Waterland of Child of Eden and the biblical hodgepodge El Shaddai. Uh, your games are capable of giving us unbridled joy and somber, contemplative journeys. And no matter what, it's important not to lose sight of that. I think there is still a marketplace for, for your Final Fantasies, for your Western RPGs, your, I'm sorry, your, your JRPGs, and your you know, action games of that nature. But they just don't dominate the market like they used to, and I don't think they're ever going to. Wait. This, I don't know. I hang actually... On, hang on. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I thought the stream was skipping, and now we've got this huge delay where nothing is popping. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, get your thoughts, because we have to restart. We have to take a break anyway, so go ahead. I was just going to say I, I actually very much approve of at least the very end of that letter, where I, I do think that one of the problems companies are having is they're going to cookie cutter. And because that, nobody wants to take a chance yeah, on right. it, and we but, know that. But really, that's the, that, that, that's the larger issue with oh, I agree. with you know companies in general. I mean, most most corporations in general tend to be you know conservative in nature. If something works once, just keep doing it again and again. You know, look at look at anything that like look at the look at move, the movie industry. How many sequels come out all the time? Yeah, but I mean, if you look at uh, and the other side to that coin though is at one point you've made enough sequels and you've milked. Oh, Oh, I've gotten all the blood out I, of the stone. I, I, I agree. And, but it's, it's, you know, it's the companies that make those leaps forward that end up starting new franchises worth just good God mountains of money. Sure. You know, and, and I think that that's one of the problems that is actually in the last article plaguing the video game industry. I completely agree with this guy. The, the iOS apps, the, you know, the social media stuff, that's stopgaps. Those are Band-Aids. Get back to making content that truly draws people in. And I think you've you've solved some of the problem, but I think again it goes back to the hardware issue we've discussed right. today. So you think that now is it maybe not so much that they're doing a, a cookie cutter approach? You think there there might be, and I, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. You think there might be too much gaming? The fact that there is so market much stuff saturation. out there, market too much saturation. market saturation, okay. you have to feed that beast, and you got to pump out so much shit. It's that, happened before that a certain I'll... that a certain percentage is just going to be. It happened direct. in the early '80s with the big video game. That crash. there's just so much out there, and so much to find, and so much to choose for that they're just pushing out crappy 99 cent games where you just you know it's a little arcade bullshit kind of stuff. Right, and that's and that maybe might be dragging the whole industry down in terms of kind of what we were talking about so much uh, innovation or art, artistic creativity. Something along that lines. I, I I'll have to think about that for a little bit. I hadn't considered that angle before. In terms of overall, I think yeah, definitely. Especially when it comes to the apps uh-huh. and the mobile gaming shit. There's just so many out there. It's almost impossible to find. Um, I 
I don't know. I'm going to have to ponder that. I'd never thought yeah, of in terms I, I, of the console market before. I, I don't have an answer either. I'm thinking but, of gaming just as a whole, not in terms right. of console or PC or Although Facebook. I, or I have to admit, when it comes to console and PC games, I, I mean, I you pick up, and I'm sure even the most rabid gamer only picks up a fraction of the titles that are released. Of and, course. You know, it's, yeah. that might have something to do with it. There's only so many hours in the day that I can devote to gaming. So that, or anyone can devote, really. That actually, that's a valid point. I hadn't thought of it. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and thinking about it, I wonder what would actually happen if uh, if there is, like, another crash like there is from... Uh, It'll restart. It always does, yeah. Yep. Of course, we haven't had a crash since 83, so... We're due. We're due. Dun, We're dun, due. dun. <laughs> All right, it's not too far off. It's... Well, I think for the sake of it, I, we'll go ahead and restart because we had to take a break anyways. Uh, when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, after the break, uh, we have the stupid video game of the week. We have your phone calls coming up in the third hour. Uh, we'll take your emails, send them to emperor1gacox.net, bunch more articles to get to, and what have you. So bear with us here. If you're a podcast listener, this will make no difference to you because you won't notice the, diff- you know, the change. If you're a live listener, my apologies. I do have one other idea. That we'll try for next week. One. My last one. My last ditch effort. And we'll see if that's the case. Now this is a crack organization that we blow through our breaks because we're too busy eating cake. But it was really good <laughs> cake. It was delicious pop. cake. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back here at the Upper Score. What is turning <laughs> out to be one of the most dysfunctional shows we've ever had. Now here I was. And I'm not even drunk. And here no, I was you haven't, just you haven't had lecturing people yet, no. about the quality of a show needs to be improved, with the technical <laughs> aspect, the way the show is presented, the whole nine yards. And then this train wreck has happened. See, we, we've, Your credibility can go nowhere but up, sir. We've, but, we've rebooted the computer twice. Yes. We've blown through all our brakes. Yes. So there was probably some warning coming up. We were coming up, and they were like, what? What In happened? In my defense, <laughs> I will say that I am, am trying to stay conscious as I do this. So take it with a grain of salt. This and obviously, if you've all listened for a long time, this isn't the show you normally get. Play that card for all it's worth. Damn right. Because we were talking about WorldCon. Yeah, so (laughs) absolutely going to play the card for myself to help with you guys. Anyway, so this is the Emperor joined studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Live RER. Hey-oh. Uh, so going back to our show topics, uh, let's see if I've got, I think we cleared everything out on yours, except for this except one. Except for that one. I we heard. Talk about it real quick and if you want. this kind of pissed me off. When Have I you heard, heard this. about this, Varian? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. It's I think at bullshit. this point, everybody has heard this, but Highlander, go ahead. Michael Bay, the producer of next year's live action. This is teenage... from IGN.com. Exactly. Yeah. Michael Bay, the producer of next year's live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and that should give you pause right there, <laughs> has addressed the widespread negative reaction Fans had upon hearing that Bay and Company have reconceived the Heroes in a Half Shell as aliens. It's bullshit. Aliens. Bullshit. Didn't know they had ninjas on other planets. Or in turtles. Post- or turtles, yeah. Or mutants. In a posting at his Shoot for the Edit blog forum, Bay said, quote, Fans need to take a breath and chill. They have not read the script. Our team is working closely with one of the original creators of Ninja Turtles. Apparently to help retarded ex- one. To help expand and give a more complex backstory. Relax, we are including everything that made you become fans in the first place. We are just building a richer world. P.S. Fuck off. Now, there are updates Love Michael down Bay. Here. Uh, let's see, he was uh, first updated 
March 21st. Now two of the actors who voiced the Turtles in the three 1990s live-action movies have gotten drawn into the fray of what we've dubbed <laughs> Turtlegate. Oh, i got to stop reading it. Fucking hurts. I'm sorry. Go ahead. TMZ <laughs> says Robbie Rist, who voiced Michelangelo, posted a letter to Bay that said the filmmakers were sodomizing the <laughs> beloved franchise <laughs> with his alien approach. Said Rist, quote, I know believing in mutated talking turtles is kind of silly to begin with, but I'm supposed to be led to believe there are ninjas from, other, from another planet. The rape of our childhood memories continues. <laughs> he pulls no punches. No, he doesn't. However, Bay has a supporter in Riss's co-star, Brian Toshi, who voiced Leonardo in the movie. That guy's movies. voiced everything. Quote, if Michael Bay wants to do a different take on the Turtles' origin stories, Mazel Tov, Toshi told TMZ. Another Bay supporter is Judith Hogue, who played April O'Neil in 1990's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hogue, however, is a veteran of Bay's films. She admitted to the site, I was in Armageddon, which Michael directed, as well as Nightmare on Elm Street, and I Am Number 4, which he produced. So your opinion means shit. And on the 22nd, this article is updated, TMNT, that's a tongue twister, co-creator Peter Laird has now addressed the alien conspiracy over in his blog. Quote, I would actually encourage TMNT fans to swallow the chill pill Mr. Bay recently suggested they take and wait and see what might come out of this seemingly ill-conceived plan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least he admits it sucks. It's, It's possible that with enough truly creative brain power applied to this idea, it might actually work. I'm not saying it's probable or even somewhat likely, but it is possible. Mm-hmm. I, that is Laird, who reminds his fans he no oh. longer has any control over the TMNT property, added sarcastically, quote, the reason I said it could be a genius idea is that, for the first time, someone has come up with a way to have as many freaking turtles as they want. I mean, if the TMNT are actually members of an alien race, there could be a whole planet of them. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Some meteor crashes, four little turtles get off the meteor and happen to walk through some kind of ooze and become mutants. That's there you go. Be. Yeah. I mean, Ta-da. I mean, they're they're, they're not going to be ninjas on their planet. It's good. It's if if they're if what they're going to watch a fucking Jackie Chan movie. No, and decide no, that's it, the way to roll. It's uh, Splinter that teaches them. Right. How to be ninjas. Oh, so what, okay, Splinter yeah. is on the planet too. Apparently, they have ninja rats. No, you, no. What what I think will happen is that they'll crash land onto the planet. Yeah. Splinter will. I mean, according to the series, Splinter was a human who turned into a rat. As far as like the right. animated series. Yes. So maybe what happens is he. He finds the turtles. He's like, oh, turtles. And they're really aliens. And then (laughs) (laughs) fucking turtles. I'll teach him karate. That's it's only it's it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's stupid to begin with. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make it work. And yet it worked. Yeah, just Michael fun. Bay is going to try and make it work. Too, I got to tell you. Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I, I can remember. I was at a, I was at a convention with um, uh, Pat Fraley, who was the voice of Krang. And he, he remembered saying, like, um, look, I, he got, like, a call sheet for the show. And he's like, okay, it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. I'm not going to audition for this. But they made him audition anyway, and he ended up being on the show. It ended up being, one, like, one of his biggest uh, moneymakers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I tell you what. I, Baron was a big Ninja Turtles fan. I was I liked it. I followed it. It was okay. He was big on the Ninja Turtles. Really? I went and saw, we went and saw the movie way back in the day when it came out. You mean the kids. old the one yes. with, with uh, Corey Feldman and yes. Donatello? Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah. You, you, you right. don't remember that? I, I just hooked that up yeah, in my brain. Corey Feldman yeah, was Donatello. Oh, I mean, God. he was the voice. I'm sure he right. wasn't in the suit, no, 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 but he was the not. voice. But guess what? One of them just died. One of the actors who in the suit really? just died. Yeah, wow. Yeah. wow. Well, guess what movie I'm going to find on Blu-ray next? And and you know who was uh, Super Shredder in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2? 
when when Shredder got was mutated. That, uh, uh, Kevin Nash. That was Kevin Nash. Oh, well, well yeah. played, sir. Well okay. Played. Uh. But yeah, I, I thought the first movie was pretty good. I liked it. I was like, all right, this is, I like, I can get into this. I like this. Second one, eh, it's all right. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Third one, I'll pretend would never existed. The, the second one's, I, I mean, when, when you have Vanilla Ice do the ninja rap. But Vanilla yeah. Ice was God at that point. So, I mean, if you're going to pick anybody I, to do something like I that, it's going to be him. Yeah, I guess. No, in retrospect, we look back like, how did nobody euthanize? Oh, see, they're already doing the ninja rap. See? Go, go ninjas, go ninjas, go. Yes, I will pull that up. I've actually got that. So, anyways, I, I, Michael Bay needs to keep his hands off of shit. He still owes us for Transformers. He still owes us for Pearl Harbor. Help me he, out here. I know there's other failures. I'm just not thinking. Uh, about. He was the producer of the new Nightmare on Elm Street. That was garbage. He was, I saw that. Was he, dog he shit. was also the producer of the most recent Friday the 13th as well. No, that I did the not see. I, was, I was smart enough not to. That one was, eh, was okay. They tried it. They, they kind of lumped together one, two, and three and kind of turned it into one movie. The Chinese okay. fake Android store, which still wants to... Oh, I remember. We talked about that. We talked about the Apple store, yes. Yeah. But now there's a Chinese Android store that's selling Apple products? Well, I guess, yeah. Uh, the Chinese continue to rip uh, off everything. See, uh, why do we send them anything? I don't know. Because they're Chinese. A Chinese, a Chinese schoolgirl gets caught You're acting ruining as it. a mule? You're ruining it. Because Xanth has a thing for the Chinese, and they always make uh, good stories. Apparently. As a mule, what, what does that mean? She's swallowing iPhones? Could be. <laughs> you know who get it really bad? Transporting the them in her people. stomach? They be getting fucked over bad. You'd be teasing them and shit. Ever go in the restaurant and order up some food, and Chinese dude would be in there, and when he leave, you go like this. Everybody makes fun of the Chinese when they order some food up and shit. And they nice guys. They be all cordial shit. When they leave, you go, Ah, Eddie Murphy, back and you were relevant. Of course, she's got, you know, fuck you money now from Shrek, so we can do whatever he wants. Exactly. Which is why this latest debacle of Thousand Words. Did you see that movie? Did you have any desire to see that new Eddie Murphy movie, the one where they say a thousand words throughout the entire movie? You know. You mean there's a new Eddie Murphy movie? Yes. The premise is that it's called Thousand Words, that all the characters combined only say 1,000 words combined throughout the entire movie. And that means what to me? I don't, I don't know. know. It, that's the premise. And I'm just curious if you're actually going to see it. Uh, you know, it no. Okay. I've, I've, the last Eddie Mur- the last movie I saw with Eddie Murphy in it, probably one of the Shrek movies. Yes. Now, yeah. this surprised me. When I first saw the, uh, the trailers for these on TV, Kid Icarus, I'm like, wow, they dredged that thing up from the original Nintendo days. And I thought to myself, of all the people you could turn into a hero, you'd do it about some dumb shit kid who didn't listen to his dad and died as a result. Yeah, let's make him a hero. I'm just saying. I like the original Kid Icarus. I thought it was kind of cool. I'm surprised it took it's this been long so to make long, a sequel. I don't even remember it. Mm-mm. Don't even remember. I got it. nothing. I'm sure it was a 2D platformer because they all were yeah, back it was. then. It was but I, of, I, I, I think it might remember. have been a launch title. I, I, or shortly thereafter, when it, you know, none left. See when the original Kid Icarus came out. I'm curious. I'm thinking 1987, 1988, something like that. Well, if it was a launch title, it had to come before that. It had to come in like '86. For America, you know, if it's a launch yeah. title well, in Japan, I'm America, it's either like '84. Yeah. Nintendo, the NES was out in 84? The Famicom, yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was mm. a hell of a system for that time. Okay. Anyways, uh, this is from Kotaku.com. Don't let something like a fake Android store stop you from selling iPhones. Fire, go ahead. One small phone retailer in China decided <laughs> that it wouldn't be enough to Zhuhai. recreate... Zhuhai. Zhuhai, China, decided that it wouldn't be enough to recreate an Android brand shop that ate the Android land shop in Australia... No, this shop must also carry, real question mark, iPhones. 
Apple's iOS and Google's Android are rival platforms. Last summer, fake Apple stores appeared in China. According to website Tech in Asia, this retailer, however, might catch a break because Google seems less prone to litigation in comparison to Apple's itchy lawyer fingers. Yeah, because Google's just happy somebody's buying the Android. (laughs) We don't care who. But it goes back to what we've said before, and and you can back me up this in VAR, as to how many fake golf clubs we've seen come across our stores back when I used to work because... All Chinese. Yeah, they're all made in China. The Callaway factories, the TaylorMade factories, the Titleist factories, most of them are in China. And for every one set of legitimate real clubs they make, they're making two to three copies on the sly, using steel instead of titanium, using a cheaper kind of graphite instead of the the good shafts, stuff like that. And then they sell them online to some poor idiot who doesn't know any better right. and then that guy yells at me because i tell him his fucking r11 isn't real and it, they come in I and remember, then i'm the asshole i remember to this day and your dad had to step in because it was starting to get heated the guy walks in with a full set of callaways i'm talking the works a leather bag a callaway at the time was like the it was the brand new x16 pros uh iron set uh, the newest uh, uh hawkeye driver three wood five wood seven wood and an odyssey two ball putter He's like, I, you know, this is five grand with the clubs. I spent a thousand bucks on it, and I'm Guess thinking, what? and I'm thinking, oh, I, and I told the guy, I'm like, you are a boss. I mean, where the hell did you get this? I was in business. I was on business in China about a month ago. Store, and as soon as he said it, I'm like, oh. So I pick it up and I start looking at the logos. Yeah, the coloring's not quite right. The font isn't quite right. On the six iron, the logo's a little to the right and off center, which really looks strange. And on the three wood, and this is the best part, they spelled Callaway wrong. There's <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of I'm like, sir, did you ever think that? My... Oh yeah, well that's why I said it was cheaper because it, it was a misstamp. It's not a stamp; it's it's a plate, not not a stamp. Yeah, it's not like they took it. And, and I said the other thing too is there are no serial numbers on any of these. That's. That actually happened last year. We had a guy come in with a beautiful set of TaylorMades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he told us he got them online for a great deal, and we're like, eh, sure shit. he did. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, you know, and I'm talking to the guy. I had nothing to do with buying the clubs. You know, my boss took him in back. He's looking at them, right? And I'm talking to the guy. Seems like a nice enough guy. You know, oh man, those are really nice clubs. Where'd you get them? Blah blah blah. And he's like, and he's telling the story. He got them online, and my boss, a guy named Ed, walks up front and he catches right at the end where the guy's like, yeah, I got it from this guy online. He gave me an amazing deal on him. I'm sure he did. Ed jumps right in with, well, sir, unfortunately, that's because they're fake. And the guy just didn't want to take it, got into an argument. And and again, the real good knockoffs have fake serial numbers Mm -hmm. where they're supposed to. You'll put them on the 7-iron for the the woods. I'm sorry, for for the the irons. irons. You put them on the little neck piece for the woods. You can tell. Yeah. But it's right on the hosel, they're all, and the wow. fake ones will have them at least there, so it's easier not to go, hey, these are these aren't real. Uh-huh. No serial numbers. The The logo was completely wrong. And we had a bunch of real ones. We're, we're showing them, like, look, this is the difference. And, and guy just didn't want to accept it. Called us assholes, told us we were trying to rob him and, you know, trick him so he'd give them up cheap. And we're like, no, we don't want them. <laughs> you know? And I remember because I, I was telling this guy, I'm like, I will buy them for what they are. And that and I took the magnet. And you, it, you can tell a titanium versus steel. Yep. Uh-huh. You take a magnet and you put it on the faceplate. Of a titanium uh, a titanium club faceplate, it's not going to stick. If it's steel, it sticks. Lo and behold, they stuck to all the faceplates of the woods. I'm like, these are not titanium. These are fake. And it got into it because I said, I will buy them from you as they are, which are generic knockoff steel clubs. And I will pay you about a tenth of what you paid for them. I will give you $60 for this set. <sighs> 
Wow. I will turn around and sell them for 120 or whatever it was I was selling them for. Yeah, he was not having it. And it was arguing with me left and right to the point where uh, Voyeur's dad, who actually owned the store, had to step in and say, look, sir, you're wrong. They're fake. You either take what we offer you or you can take them to, there was another place at the time, another, uh, another uh, secondhand store that would buy them. So you can take them from us or you can go and, and sell them to another store because we're not going to pay you what they're worth. Or we're not going to pay you what you think they're worth right, because yeah, they're not I real. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Emperor, the original Rick from Pawn Stars. I like that job. You, and that's exactly what was, that's, that's one of the reasons why I like Pawn Stars. Because you never know what someone's going to bring in. It could be a really awesome Mickey Mantle glove, which we've seen. A nice, some really nice pro gloves. Uh, a weird wooden shaft, uh, Scott's Royal, uh, whatever the hell it was, putters. Mm-hmm. I mean, some really cool things. We have a couple gorgeous Scotty Cameron putters that came in, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Scotty Cameron, like a Redwood City. I, I would just, I would, okay, I don't ever tell your dad this, but if I had seen a Redwood City, I would have taken it and pulled a stunt like his coworker just left. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Emko? I don't know. He was just laughing all the way to his car. He just peeled out. I don't know. Something about eBay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and you also, it, it's fun because you never know what people are going to do. And some of it, you're just like, what the hell were you thinking? Right. We had a guy come in last weekend to the store, and he wanted to sell us a golf club. Nothing special, just an old Orlamar wood. You know, I gave him 12 bucks for it. Uh-huh. One of the things we have to do, because we deal in secondhand goods, is when you sell us stuff, i got to get your info. I need your phone number, I need your name, your address, and technically I'm supposed to take down all your driver's license info. On little stuff, I don't. But, okay. You know, just to make sure it's not stolen. Right, right. and right. if it is right. stolen, so that we can track we gotta, it down. Yeah, we've got to hand somebody over to the cops. So. We, guys selling it, and I'm just going to take his name and phone number, you know. Guy is like, well, I don't give out my phone number. I'm like, well, then I don't buy your club. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, we have to have this information for our records. He's like, why? Well, we deal in secondhand items, so you know, the police tell us we have to we have to have all this stuff. And he's like, well, what are the police going to do? Fucking call me? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. They just tell me what to get. You know, and they're like, look, unfortunately, we see a lot of stolen clubs, and we have a pretty good rate of catching the people that do it because we get all the information. And this guy literally, out of nowhere, like one sarcastic comment, fine, you don't like to give out your phone number. Then either give it to me or I won't give you your money. I don't care. I don't uh-huh. have to buy your shit. Right. You know, I made an offer. Take it or leave it. Um, but this guy, out of nowhere, just explodes in this huge rant. Huge rant. Well, Norton Antivirus got hacked last week, and how the fuck are you going to protect my personal information? And this is bullshit. I shouldn't have to tell you shit. You should just give me the money. I'm like, well, that's not how it works here, Chuckles. <laughs> Plus, I don't know how this... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Bonus you can, points yeah. if you actually said Chuckles. It's no, a I didn't. System, oh, no, too. It's not, not hooked up to the it's internet. It's not. Yeah, and I told him that. I'm like, it's not on the internet. He's like, well, I don't trust you. And I'm like, well, then I don't... Then walk the fuck out. Your club literally yeah. isn't worth shit to me. I was offering you twelve, basically to be nice, because you're trying to trade for something else. I don't now it's really worth want. Dick. Yeah, this is called asshole tax. Now I'm not taking it, no matter what. <laughs> well, we had a lot of those. The hot girl discount, the asshole tax. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure there. That's that's the beauty of uh, of working. How much is the hot girl discount? I'm curious. Like it's 10%. significant. Yeah. yeah. Well, it it's more obviously if you find it, something it, it, from it them. depends on on the hotness. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the next time, yeah, and the so. lack of clothing does that also that apply will, um, as well, dude? The, the milfs will do that when they come in, or the, the single mothers. The store yeah. come in with like the short shorts. Oh yeah, the, oh, they yeah. know nothing about sports. Oh, the husband's a deadbeat. He's like, yeah, can you show my son about baseball? Yes, I can. If you have any questions, you let me know. <laughs> Here's my personal phone number. <laughs> you know anything about Woods? I mean, golf. Does Junior need a daddy? Cause... <laughs> come here, son. I'll show you what your father wouldn't. 
because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good guy, and I'll show you how to play baseball, and you can go tell your mother what a nice guy the dude in the store was. when I go to bed and wake up, Hemp's already there. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best coach ever. <laughs> uh, no, I will, I will say that the, the store you worked at, has way more hot moms than my store, and my store is like twice the size and does because twice the we're traffic. next to Ambiance, right? Which is a a, a marital aid store. And yeah, let's go if with that. Eve was here. I would have her, you know, elaborate on that since that's where she managed. God, I still can't believe she was Born. there the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. They gave her working her, next a, to me. a dildo know. as a symbol of authority. Yes, and then <laughs> next to that is a bar. So it's kind of you know, it's great. At any rate, uh, Bacon Totem actually had a pretty cool comment about uh, the, the Turtles thing. Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be one hour and 20 minutes about a high school nerd trying to hook up with a 10 girl, and he gets laid because he meets a bunch of alien ninja turtles and a crap ton of base boilings occur. <laughs> <laughs> base boilings. Nice. I assume he was going for base explosions. Yes. But yeah. Base explosions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it nice of Coach M to drop by for breakfast? <laughs> now, true story, this actually happened once. Um, kind of. What ended up happening was I was selling a bunch of, of stuff to uh, the Illyria, whatever it was, travel team. I think it was CBBA. And I got to talk with one of the coaches, and he was, or one of the parents, and he was lamenting the fact that the coaches were abysmal. The team was terrible. The kids would sit in the outfield during the game. Wow. So when we got to talking, he said, well, if I hired you to come out there and try to whip them into shape, would you do it? And I said, well, if, if all the kids ship in X amount of dollars per practice, per game, I'll come out and do it. And that worked for about four practices in two games, which they both they won both of them. The coaches did not like the fact that the parents collectively had apparently gone and said, we're bringing someone to teach our kids how to play. Because it's a travel league that we're spending a lot of money on for uniforms and for fees to play in the Cuyahoga Valley Baseball Association. And they blow. Mm-hmm. So I tried teaching them a little bit of fundamentals, teaching them batting. We all went to the batting cage. And I got stiffed on half the payment, and I stopped going. I told the guy, like, look, I, you know, this ain't for free. I was doing this out of the kindness of my heart because you're paying me, and now the kindness has gone up, you know, has gone down because you don't pay me. So right, right. Um, I'll I'll tell you though, I you're exactly right about a lot of the coaches. So many times, parents oh, will come in God. and be like, "Well, my coach told me my kid needs a 27 inch long bat." I know I'm like, your, your coach is five years tar. old, <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, well, he's a coach and he obviously knows what I'm talking about." And I'm like, "Okay, well, who is he?" And he's like. Oh, well, it's, you know, it's one of the dads. One of the dads, because no one <laughs> else he, wants to coach. Has he ever coached before? Well, this is his first year. He likes soccer. Well, listen, Sweet Cheeks, I've been doing this for about 10 years because I grew up in this business. I learned, I mean, I learned from guys like M how to do all this right. Uh-huh. And I've got some dipshit, never uh, been a coach before, it. like, well, your kid needs that. No. He's so wrong, it's insane. And I've gotten into fights in the store with people who, and eventually you just got to walk away because it's like, listen, you can take my advice and be right, or you can get the wrong fucking thing, and I'm not going to return it. Eventually, that's care. what I got to is I would just, after, I would try twice. Twice. Yeah. To try and convince them that they're wrong. Like, here, have your kid hold the bat in front of them. And the kid's, like, struggling to hold the bat up at all. I'm like, clearly your four-year-old isn't ready for a 30-inch <laughs> bat. Right. I said, I use a 33, and I'm 5'10". When I play ball, I have a 33-inch bat, 30-ounce. That's yeah. what I use. Your coaches tell you to get one three inches shorter for a kid who's five. Well, well, you know, I don't think the coach's steer is wrong. And if that's the league rules, I don't want to get the wrong thing. You got it. Ring them up. Oh, yeah. And inevitably, they come back with a brand new bat that's been used. Sorry. And they try to return it. And then it's my problem. Right. No, I used to try and fight with them about it. Anymore, it's as soon as they 
pull that bullshit out as soon as they say, well, this is what they said. I'll take a shot at trying to fix it. If they don't want to listen to me, I don't even say ring them. I just walk away. If you don't want my help, get whatever the hell you want. I'm not going to help yeah. you. So, I mean, not to okay. be a dick, but it's just it, if you're not going to listen, what the hell's the point and of me wasting while, my time I, when there's other people in the store that will actually do what's right? Uh huh. Well, what, you know, he's the coach. Right. I can show you all of my trophies that tell, will tell you that your coach is wrong and that I've actually been there and done that. But I'm not going to because yeah. my trophies aren't here and I don't care enough. So <laughs> You're not hot enough for me to bring them out. No, I'll, I'll argue a little bit with the hot ones just because it you know, keeps the conversation going. I, I am wondering <laughs> if this title is factually accurate. Oh, please let it be. N- really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Still, that is, that is quite interesting. Uh, from Kotaku.com. <laughs> a lot funnier. <laughs> I'm sorry. It would have been amazing. Uh, Highlander, go ahead. Chinese schoolgirl caught smuggling a whole buttload of iPhones. <laughs> this month, a Chinese schoolgirl was nabbed smuggling not one iPhone, not two iPhones, but 25. Chinese customs authorities discover the high school senior was moonlighting as a smuggling mule. See, in the States, we run cocaine. In China, it's they iPhones. run electronics. <laughs> According to a recently released report, the girl was picked up on March 13th. She rose suspicions because apparently, unlike other Chinese schoolgirls, she wasn't chatty and bubbly. Somebody called her ass rang. (laughs) (laughs) But rather, she kept her head lowered and seemed uncomfortable. So let there be a lesson to all you mules out there. Customs (laughs) customs officials thought something was up and carried out a security search, discovering that she had a waist belt with 21 iPhones on it. She also had two iPhones strapped to each calf. When customs officials caught the schoolgirl red-handed... She started sobbing, repeatedly saying, don't tell my parents and my teachers. The girl would cross the Shatau Kak control point, the immigration between Hong Kong and mainland China, to attend school in Shenzhen, Shenzhen, China. A smuggler approached the girl on the way to cram school and asked her if she wanted to make some extra cash. For each phone she smuggled into China, where the iPhone is incredibly popular and manufactured, she would get the equivalent of approximately a buck fifty. <laughs> That's it? Wow. One dollar and fifty wow. cents for each yeah. iPhone? Nice. Jeez. Schoolgirls make ideal mules because they look so innocuous. Save, I guess, for when they're depressed and on edge. Still, there probably <laughs> isn't the first kid to pick up some extra change smuggling in hardware, and it probably won't be the last. See, when I read the That's title, I'm like, she. Sh- so, so she was going to get 20 bucks for that. That's it? Yes. Good Lord. See, I, when I read the title, I thought, and I didn't see the picture at first, I'm like, there's no way she can fit that many up her butt. Because that's what they do when they smuggle cocaine. <laughs> yes. Right? They swallow bags. Swallow it, it, and then you shoot it Well, they showed up your butt. So that's kind of funny. Speaking Are you of... butt dialing me? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Wow, that's strange. No overflow at all. That never happens. Oh, there we go. Uh, you know, we haven't done any of our segments. We should probably get a couple of those out of the way. From How across about the, the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Mystique. It's a game company we've discussed before here on the Stupid Video Game Moment, and with good reason. The company made shitty games for the Atari 2600. I mean, like Custer's Revenge shitty. <laughs> Take, for example, this week's pile of mongoloid dung. Beat em and eat em. The object of beat em and eat em is simple. You control two <laughs> naked women who run back and forth trying to catch falling semen in their mouth. <laughs> 
I should really just stop right there, but it, it, it goes on. It goes on. Right here is the commercial we're going to run. We're going to air on all of the other networks right here. <laughs> this is the clip we're going to air. This is what you're tuning in for. Go ahead. Make now, us proud. Now, I know what you're thinking. Actually, I know what probably most of you are thinking, but I know what some of you think. You're asking why someone would do something like that. Well, the manual says that each drop of this stranger's seed, quote, could have been a famous <laughs> doctor or lawyer. <laughs> The problem with that, and this is an actual medical fact, is that whether you swallow sperm from the sky or if you let it splatter all over the sidewalk, it's going to give you the same number of famous baby lawyers, zero. Also, if someone is masturbating off a roof onto people's heads, chances are he's not the best gene stock. I suppose we shouldn't expect the designers of a game about a penis... With a head stroking itself to be geniuses, but apparently what happens when they settle down... But what happens when they settle down with their beat-em-and-eat-em royalties and they want to have children? You're still not pregnant, honey? Are you even trying to eat the sperm I'm squirting off the roof? There's just something non-erotic about skipping past the courting, past the foreplay, the actual sex, and getting straight to the sperm swallowing. Call me old-fashioned. They might as well skip directly to sleeping on the wet spot. <laughs> I don't know how long this naked fruitcake on the roof has been without coitus, but his balls have a hell of a lot of germ waiting to be spurted free. As the game goes on, his seed falls like the goddamn rain, and catching all of it in your mouth requires a miracle of both perversion and reflexes. <laughs> However, for each falling wave of future doctors you manage to swallow, you're rewarded with a disgusting animation of the women licking their lips. And due to the primitive graphics of the 2600, their attempts at drawing lips made it look like they had full beards. As if you weren't horrified enough, now you have to deal with the fact that these are probably men who are going to be carrying your lawyer sperm to term. Beat him and eat him for the Atari 2600. And apparently I forgot to wrote something witty on that last part there. Another stupid moment in video games. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. It's funny because thinking back on it, some of my, you know, my formative years of video gaming uh, was playing the Atari, and I never mm -hmm. knew these games existed. And I wonder if my parents. No, did. what it was was it was kind of like how the Nintendo was at the end of the. Uh, was it homebrew? It was. Just, it was. It was basically homebrew. There wasn't like a licensing thing where like you could. If you wanted to make a game for the Atari 600, you had to like pay them a licensing fee. Right. You get the code and blah blah blah. If you could, if you could develop the game, then you could just sell it. So there was a ton of, you know, like when we did Custer's Revenge yeah, and all yeah. that kind of. Yeah. That's a whole. But there's a whole shitload of uh, NES games like that too. That's exactly why Nintendo had that. You ever see that seal the on steel, there? Yeah, the, the old official seal, seal yes. of. That means that they went through Nintendo and. Did I it never knew that yeah. back then. I won't, ah, wow. That's why the seal was there. Did not know that. Well, from one uh, perverted thing to another, Kotaku.com. Catholic priest allegedly leaves child porn on kids' Nintendo DS. Emp, this is all you. As the only practicing Catholic on this show, I suppose that's me, because we have two atheists and whatever the hell you are, if I are. <clears throat> Sorry, an agnostic and atheist, who's, whatever you are. Who's the other agnostic? Agnostic would be Eve. Oh, I did not know that. The Nintendo DS is about as kid-friendly a gaming environment as one can think of. A huge number of the games on it are appropriate for all audiences, and the clamshell console had enough durability to stand up to being dropped many times. 
What one does not expect when getting a used DS is to find child porn left behind by the last owner, especially if the previous owner is a Catholic priest. A woman in Montana found just that this past October. However, and this month, the priest who sold her the DS, Rudolph Carl Bullman, will face arraignment on charges of felony sexual abuse of children. <clears throat> this is from the Musulian. Right. According to charging documents filed February 29th by Flathead County Attorney Ed Corrigan, the investigation into Bullman began last October when a woman called authorities to report that a Nintendo DS game console she'd purchased from Bullman contained photos of nude and underage boys. On December the 16th, a detective with the Flathead County Sheriff's Office interviewed Bullman, who admitted using the Nintendo to view gay pornography, but said he only accessed websites that clearly stated the subjects of the photos were over the age of 18. Bullman said he also viewed pornography on his computer and agreed to let detectives search the machine. Well, that was a mistake. <laughs> Whoops. When detectives <laughs> analyzed his computer, they found several more examples of underage pornography. Bowman has been on administrative leave since December when police began their investigation and no longer lives in the parish residence uh, to which he was previously assigned. Meanwhile, quote, store and view kiddies porn, unquote, has gone straight to the top of the new list of things not to do with the Nintendo DS or anything else. I'm I'm not gonna jump on the, the whole thing. Now. Well, but, it's but, because it's an old bandwagon. This is the one, but the, it's I, a dead horse. The one part I I just don't. I guess I don't understand it. I mean, I'm not obviously not all Catholic priests are you know into that kind of thing. Right. But it seems like there are some people that get into that just to they, they become a priest to get into that. And I, I guess I don't understand what's the. I mean, there there are other places where young boys are. I, I mean, was, is is it only like? The Catholic Church is that the is that the it place? It was explained to, to me a while ago, and, and you can take this for what it's worth, uh, by someone who was a a, a a professor of theology at one of the uh, universities I went to. And we talk about this one day because this is when some of the scandals were breaking way back when, and he said that the Catholic Church is a perfect hideout or a perfect place to go if you're a homosexual man or if you're into children because. As a homosexual, no one's going to ask you why it is you don't follow women or why you don't get married, because you can't. That's not something you do. So that's something. Although they're against your type of lifestyle, if you're not following it, you just happen to be homosexual. You can hide out in the church and no one thinks otherwise. The same thing if you're a pedophile, because you go there to. Let's be honest, it's a target-rich environment, because you're a priest, and with that comes a uh, an a amount level of trust. Of trust yeah. Yes, yeah. as well there should be. And then when you have jackholes like this, it just brings everything else down and you know as a catholic in at least the united states and now in some other european countries as some of the scandals have broken like ireland for instance um that's why there's been rumored a break in the church with the united states versus the vatican because we in the united states are not happy with the way they have handled it which is you shuffle them off right you shuffle them off to another parish you slap their wrist and say don't do it again or else and then they do it again when they should be you know, dropping the hammer, excommunication, kick him out of the church, hand it all over to the authorities and say, here you go. He's not a priest anymore. You take care of it. Throw him in jail, which is what they should have been doing. But I understand that the church doesn't want to give up any of its uh, sovereignty. However, you lose more of your flock by not taking care of this kind of issue. You, you know, but if they did it the way you just said, and if you if the first thing they did was when they found out excommunication, strip them of whatever status they may have, and then throw them to the authorities, Yes, they're not losing sovereignty. 
In fact, they're just demonstrating that they can handle it. Because well, well yeah, but I'm, I'm, way, I'm sure in, in their ways they well, we're going to handle this internally. We right. don't we don't need the secular world bunching well, in on. Well, bang the fuck up job there. Okay, well you know what? It's a little hypocritical because we have a guy, a soldier that killed 17 Afghanis. True. We turn him over to them. We said no, no, we'll try him here in the states. The problem is but the, the problem is not trying anybody. They're the, not. Yeah, yeah. Because the problem is, yes. is that's see no because that guy is going to go to Leavenworth forever. Yes. He will never get out. Right. He is going to be punished in a just and fair trial. That's not happening to these guys. The other part of it, too, is that in the Catholic Church, um, as in most, I think, well, most the, Christian the, and, and the Catholic be, Church is a little, it's different from, you know, most other even religious organizations. It's, you know, it's been around for a while, but it, it's the it, first. Yeah. It has its own, it has its own country, really. Which well, is, well, that's why I say by sovereignty. Right. But they also believe on a spiritual level that you can be forgiven of any crime if you are actually legitimately, you know, remorseful. Well, you can be remorseful, but if you keep going back and doing the same thing over and over and over again, I'm sorry I touched him. Right. I gotta go. I got a daycare to go to. It's the only thing I used to tell a little kid: you're not sorry you did it. You're sorry you got caught, caught doing it. There's a difference. So, I, and again, it's just another example of a plague, really. Now, unless the priests are more trusted in society, so pedophiles can be attracted to the role. It isn't a Catholic problem. There are pedophiles in all forms of clergy. That's true, but... I'm sure there are, In the United States, the media has a real bent against the Catholic Church to begin with. No, it does. Let's be honest. This is a country that's, that is a Protestant country, not a Catholic... Oh, okay. Scrub puppy. Well, of course, priests are more trusted. Zarek, they can cast light wounds. They can cast pure light, pure light wounds, wounds at level one. At level one. All right. <laughs> Sad, ergo, wouldn't it be the place of the laws of man instead of the laws of God, as it were, Emp? Uh, unreal blight. Are Catholics the only ones that don't allow marrying? You mean for homosexuals? I mean, no, you, you mean, mean like for, 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 for <laughs> Well, no, like they don't what? let gays marry in the church. No, you talk about in general? No, the priests are not allowed to marry. And yeah, that goes I, back I, a I long I think time. that's the only Christian, at least like I'll put it this way, probably the only mainstream Christian denomination i can probably think of. there's probably some of. weird offshoot thing somewhere that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but just in terms of mainstream but yes because it's the same thing if you're uh no when you take the veil you're married to god it's the same thing you're you're your focus you're, you're committing to your, your whole parish yeah. and to your religion and not on your family because your family is the parish your family is the church and that's fine and this yeah i i disagree that one is attached to the other because there are plenty of married people who are pedophiles. In fact, it happens every day. So you can be married. doesn't mean you're not going to touch kids. Because you're still, if you're a pedophile, it's still going to be a target racial environment, period. That's what you're going to do, I imagine. So I, I never agree with, well, if we let them get married, this will go away. No. No, it won't. Now, it might drive down the amount of homosexuals joining the church, but I, I don't think you're touching kids because you're gay. I think you're touching kids because you're a fucking weirdo. And you're just predis- you know, predisposed that way. Predisposed that way. Check the levels on this real quick. So there you go. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm watching this here. You're watching the levels? Yes. And how is the levels? It's not skipping, which is a good thing. No, but it is lagging behind a lot more than it should. All right, uh, folks, we're going to do the uh, mailbag here momentarily, so send your questions, comments, opinions into emperorwoodgeatcox.net. We'll get to those shortly. Also coming up in the third hour, the quickening, as well as your phone calls uh, on Skype. It's emperor underscore 1G. Add me to your list if you plan on calling in. 
and let none left know in the IRC. So we can put you in order as to uh, which uh, role I'm going to, or which, again, order I'm going to take you in. This is the, from the consumerist.com. It is the worst companies in America 2012. It's like a March Madness type tournament. That's an awesome idea. That is a really good idea. Go ahead, businessman. The floor of the worst company in America, Battledome, is stained with the blood of the vanquished, but only one company can earn the privilege of placing the WCIA golden poo in its trophy case, so the violence must continue. The first round of WCIA voting resulted in a handful of surprise victories for newcomers to tournament play. Tiny, low-budget Spirit Airlines edged out Delta, the nation's second-largest carrier, by more than a dozen percentage points. It will be interesting to see if people hate Spirit's feeling fee-laden tickets as much as they despise all of Ticketmaster's add-on costs. <laughs> That's a tough call. Yeah. Then there was WCIA Rookie Electronic Arts, <laughs> <laughs> whose greed and putting quality third attitude <laughs> I am I am stealing that quote. Right that was awesome. <laughs> putting quality third. <laughs> whose greed and putting quality third attitude trump perennial contender Sony's frivolous lawsuits and inability to create a hacker-free network. In the end, EA trounced Sony with nearly 81% of the vote. <laughs> wow. wow. Will the anti-EA voters come out in droves for the company's Sweet 16 bout against Best Buy? <laughs> with only 11.66% separating them, the closest match in round one was the battle between UPS and the U.S. Postal Service. Ultimately, the all but insolvent U.S. Postal Service continued on to the Sweet 16 where it will face Facebook. Perhaps people just couldn't vote for cute UPS guys in brown shorts. Voting on the Sweet 16 begins later today, or it's already begun, depending on when you're reading this. There will be two matches today, with three matches each on Thursday and Friday. Now is the time to speculate on which companies will slug, kick, dunk, slam, and putt their way into the Elite Eight. And that's what I, they are right there. Uh, yeah. So it's Best Buy versus EA. That was the sixth, March 21st. Facebook versus US, the United States Postal Service. Comcast versus DirecTV, Bank of America versus Citibank, Ticketmaster versus Spirit Airlines, PayPal versus Charter, AT&T versus Apple, and Walmart versus GameStop. I wonder if I could bet on the outcomes of all these. <laughs> you can yeah, bet on anything. Yeah, I know. Sure. I bet figure. on anything. So, so who, do you, uh, who do you like in all this here? Uh, I, I like Bank of America over Citibank. I think they're the bigger douchebag. Oh, they are huge douchebags. Yes. yes. I think Ticketmaster will beat Spirit. I don't. Uh, like, I hate Apple, but I don't like AT and T. Yeah, it, it, people uh, hate AT and T way more than Apple. Unfortunately, I, uh, they kind of need each other. I, well, at least they used to. I well, find that interesting. AT and T needs a Apple AT&T. a lot more than Apple needs. AT&T. Yes, because they got Verizon now. Yeah, how they could go to anybody. So I'll say I hate Apple more. Facebook versus the post office. Wow. That's a tough this, one. This truly is the lesser of two evils. Yeah. I'll take the post. I mean, I, I like the post office more than I like Facebook. So I'll say Facebook goes. I you agree. You say Facebook I'll put, yeah, I'll put Facebook over. No, no, no. This is, this is for the eviler. So you're right. saying. Oh, okay. More evil than okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. As a, Comcast or DirecTV, I, I think they can both die. of fire. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say DirecTV because that, the, yeah. the, the dish thing never works. I'm it never works. Agreed. If it snows once, you're fucked. Right. It, it never works. I'm a cable either. guy. I'll pay more to actually get the service I want. Plus, they don't offer any internet worth of fuck for satellite. No. Spirit Airlines versus Ticketmaster. I've never heard of Spirit. So now they're taking Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster goes yeah. over. PayPal versus Charter. I don't know what Charter is. Me neither. Charter Bank. Oh, Charter Bank. I th- I'm guessing. Uh, then I'll, I'll go with Charter Bank. Yeah, I'll go with the bank. Fuck the banks. I don't like PayPal. They've, they've screwed me a bunch of times. I, PayPal goes over. EA... In a runaway against Best Buy. Oh, you oh kidding? Yeah. I've, I've, yes. I, I've like got EA to win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. GameStop versus Walmart. 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 GameStop. 
I can find anything I want at Walmart. GameStop, you can't find dick there, and it's all overpriced. Fuck them. Fuck Walmart. Uh, Fuck Walmart. Yeah. All right. So we agree that you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it's time for the mailbag, huh? We're kind of moving things right along now. Of course, we have to kind of catch up, so. <clears throat> the post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, send your questions of a non-funny nature to our questions, comments, opinions to emperor1g at cox.net. <clears throat> hey, you guys. Question for all of you. If you could meet any one person from history, who would it be and why? The Pork Swordsman. Have uh, we done this before? I, we probably have. Um, I mean, is it, it, is it that obvious for you? or is, there, is it No, it won't else? be that obvious. Okay, fair enough. So, who would it be? It would be Napoleon. No, no, no. Not, not for me, but for you. Who would you meet? Oh, for me? Yes. You know what? Really, I would really want to meet Alexander. I would. I, I thought of Alexander. I would really want to meet Jesus Christ and see if he yeah, really okay. is who they say that he is. So then, when he come back, you're like, "All right, guys, uh, my bad. I, if <laughs> I'm wrong, if if that happened, I'd be like, okay, guys, I'll see you on Sunday. <laughs> sign me up. Uh, hell, I'd, I'd probably be the Catholic priest. <laughs> I'd probably sign up for the church. Boyer. Ah. Uh, See, for me, it's close to my head because being the Marine, i got to say Chesty Puller. I think Jefferson wins, though. I would love Thomas to meet Jefferson? Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. I would like to meet Thomas Jefferson. You would hate his guts. You would knife him. Yeah, probably, but I would still like to meet him. I would like to meet him. I would like to sit down and talk to him. And say, what the hell and are you thinking? My number two guy after him would be actually Andrew Jackson. <laughs> yeah. It's I so mean, weird. I, I, I two very non republican kind of people. I, ver- I know, but I would just... They're... There are people I would like to meet. I don't want to always meet people that agree with me. I know I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need confirmation. I'll leave that. it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need confirmation. from. I don't need someone else to validate my opinions. I have my opinions because I have them. However, I think they'd both be fascinating. And oh, they would be. Absolutely. I would love to have a chance to talk to them. Je- Jefferson kind of way more than Jackson, but... Uh... I agree, which is Jefferson why Jefferson is far wins. more intellectual. Than yeah, than I agree, which is why Jefferson wins, but I'd still like to meet Andrew Jackson. I mean... I would like to meet Alexander the Great. But to me, there's two of them. To me, to me, Jesus would be the really interesting one to meet. I'll forego the obvious because it's obvious. I'll say I want to meet Helen Troy. I want to take a look at this bitch and say, are you really worth a 16-year war and a thousand <laughs> ships? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if she actually existed. Well, that's just it. Yeah, I, I doubt she really existed. You know, if I say, take me to Helen Troy, and I end up sitting here, I'm like, oh, all right, well, answer well, that, that was question. was fucking wasted. Somebody bring Manettos over here like, buddy, listen, there's a lot of... You know, there's a lot of tang here in Greece. You can do better. <laughs> Let the bitch go. <laughs> and Cleopatra, because she was a whore. And she does exist, and I would be interested to see how good-looking this chick was, too. She was a pretty smart whore. Let's see. I can tear apart the Roman I Empire pattern. with two different guys. I don't know if you're really hot enough to ruin the Roman Empire. We'll see. Hmm. There you go. Good talk. Good talk, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well played. Next up. Uh... This must be... Emp, we were at the Firefly Distillery yesterday, and I picked you up some tribute. We'll pack it up and send it your way shortly. God knows they don't have a decent alcohol up north. If you don't want it, give it to my brother Marine, but not all at once. It might kill him. Hmm. Very respectfully, you are a scrub puppy. Challenge accepted. And what did he send us here? Fireflies Sweet Tea Bourbon Whiskey? 
Wow. Really? That's cool. That's a kind of look. That's a nice looking bottle too. Wow. Sweet tea flavored bourbon whiskey. God yes. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, he did say sending it to me. <laughs> uh, Scrub, actually, I, I do need your address for deployment so I can send you CDs. Uh, I tried sending it to the one that your wife gave me, and it bounced back. So uh, my CDs came back to me in the mail. So <clears throat> I need to get that for you to leave tonight. Or uh, email it to me, whichever. Also from Scrub, dear Emperor, just checking in and saying hi. My last couple of months just haven't been the same without the show. And my nerd friends and I have been lamenting the lack of internet access. Still, the infantry stuff was more than enough to keep us busy, and when it wasn't, I had time to play Mass Effect 3. Since the game came out when you were on training time, my platoon sergeant, or we were on training time, there you go, my platoon sergeant made a special dispensation for our nerd squad, and we got out of town for an hour to reserve copies and then go retrieve them on the 6th. Sadly, it required an internet connection to authenticate on Origin, so we scored the ba- scoured the base until we found Wi-Fi by sitting outside one of the restaurants at the PX and authenticating. The next three weeks of my time was spent playing through the third game. My platoon mates knew better than to bother me. And since it had so much dialogue, I could play and clean my rifle at the same time. <laughs> nice. The game was so good, I decided to start making all my military decisions based on asking what would Shepard do. Or, yeah, yeah. The result was much, uh, much awesomeness and several dead suicide bomber role players. In any event, uh, the time was well spent except the goddamn confusing and irritating ending, which I complained about loudly to most platoon mates who, surprisingly enough, didn't really care. Anyways, thanks for doing the show on my weekend of leave, and I'm going to get back to my Firefly Sweet Tea Vodka, distilled right here in Charleston, and enjoy it around the world. Keep fighting the good fight, and I'll try to make the show even when I'm deployed. Viva Emperor, Scrub Puppy. Nice. So another person who has not liked the ending to Mass Effect Three. Supposedly they're coming out with another ending. Very right. common opinion. Like yeah, the, what, what's that. called like the the true ending or something? Is that what it's yes. supposed to be called? Okay. Wow. Well, it's only be a small caller segment this week. Of course, you know that's not surprising. Considering we had to stop and restart, and we started late, and right. I'm half dead anyways. All right. XD sends in. You should check out my YouTube, and then sends me his YouTube. And I'm going to make an Empress Court car, and what car would you like? An Audi R8 or a Lamborghini or a Ford Cobra? And what color would you like? Uh, how about a Storm Blue, yeah, Mustang Cobra. I'm a big Mustang guy. Lamborghinis are Italian, which means they're probably gay. And I don't like Audis. So. Uh, you, you don't want a Lamborghini I because don't. that tells everyone you have a small penis. They're big, they're gaudy, and they're going to get you know, jacked as soon as I park it anywhere. Go to the mall, come back. My nice vanity license plates on the ground, and that's it. So, XD, I would say give me a Ford Mustang, and I will check out your YouTube channel. Uh, this is from Zenith. We're using some of his articles. Not left, we're using his next. I did like the biggest troll face. That was pretty. We're going to show you that in the uh, break coming up. Nice. And that's it. So a shorter-than-usual mailbag, I think. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. What's that? Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Very, very so, yes. From Theranos. Figure I'd send this here so since you don't, so you don't have to snoop into Eve's email. Dear Love Guru Emperor. <laughs> we should have like some porn music. We should, you know, I've got it, yeah. My ex called me a few weeks ago saying that she thought of me while having sex with her fiancé. She said she was ready to, to split and wanted to try again. We tried dating twice before. Both times she tried to force me into an engagement living with her and kids within the first month. 
Both times I ended up packing my bags, leaving her house, and hiking the nearly six miles back home to my house. In the last week, she said that her fiancé held her in the kitchen with a knife pointed to her throat and a few days later then threatened to kill her in the car, finally causing her to call the cops and have him hauled to jail. The problem is, part of me is wondering if she didn't just make it all up to get away from him. No. She's rather obsessive when in a relationship, but will lie and steal if she wants to get her way. So part of me is wondering if this guy is completely innocent, sitting in jail just because she decided she didn't want him anymore. My co-workers are saying to go in for the easy score and screw it all to the guy. But I also wonder if I'll make it out alive if I did. Nothing like having great risk for your reward, right? I'm looking forward to your suggestions and comments. Theranos. Well. I'm with the co-workers. You know what? It goes back to the same thing with the guy from Sparta. There's a lot out there, man. I don't know if this is worth the trouble. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. there's, yeah. Hedge Shotgun your bets. Shotgun and number four buckshot. You're covered. Whatever. Hedge your bets, all right? If the guy is a psychopathic, knife-wielding, you know, weirdo, chances are he's going to come looking for if you start, you know, screwing his fiance, ex-fiance. If he's not and the bitch set him up, then it's not too hard to believe that she would set your ass up, too, if she decides not to like you, especially since twice before your, your you know, uh, dating didn't work out because she won an engagement and you said no. Well, maybe next time it's, I'm pregnant, we've got to get married now type of thing. I would leave this one in the dust and say, no thanks, we're going to pass. I don't know, because with, with the, the, if the guy's psycho... Then you know whatever you have to deal with the guy, but if the girl is you know so either way you're dealing with someone psycho. Yes, so true. really, or so both. really, so really the both thing counts each other out. So I say just just go for the sex. You know, I'm not saying date the girl. I'm just saying I figure, get in there, you know, you, get out. You figure in and out. You're going to have to deal with a psycho regardless. Why not get some ass? You know, I don't. It's know. always the crazy ones that make it worth it. But true, I gotta tell you, man. Uh, I think I would leave this one alone. If you got to wear a helmet and mouth guard during sex, that's exciting. I mean, look, it's not like <laughs> You're he, doing it right. <laughs> it's not like he's not familiar with what he's getting because he's already been there twice before. So it's not exactly like it's, you know, all in, uh, strange, mysterious, and, and no. It, it's it's more of the same. So you got to really question yourself. Was it really good the first two times enough that you stuck with it? Because you didn't. Know. You walked away. So... <laughs> I'm pregnant now. Not it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there you go. We do have some calls coming up. We're going to take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, we come back. We have the quickening, your phone calls, a few more articles. We'll wrap this thing up. Again, I'd like to be done by around 930. So, folks, keep it right here. We'll be back here in a few minutes. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. We're back here on the Emperor's Court here on Verse Little Productions, VTWProductions.com. I'm glad some of you are dancing to the Ninja Turtles rap. I don't know if I would ever actually admit that, but I think we're all 
No, no, no. busting groove, but no, we're not. No, we're not. No, there's no groove busting. No, there is not. So I'm back here. This is Denver. Back here with Highlander and Varyar. Oh, it's a pleasure. Woohoo. <laughs> you even try anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Your phone calls after this article. I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm reading this too, and uh, none less than this. And like, all right, what, what, uh, what is up with this? A skimless magazine, Filipino Counter Strike gambling leaves one dead. Highlander, go ahead. Police in the Filipino capital of Manila have arrested a suspect they believe murdered a man following an argument over a game of Counter Strike. And who wouldn't? The two men, along with a group of others. We're playing the popular Valve shooter in one of the city's many internet cafes. A 300 peso, roughly seven U.S. dollars, <laughs> bet was placed on the outcome of the match. But when it came time to pay up, the losing team began arguing the result. <laughs> like that's never happened right. in the history. I love how you argue the result. We blew it up. No, you didn't. No, we did. It's right there. Terrorist win. It's fucking wrong. <laughs> the alleged murderer then followed Eric Cristobal back to his home, where police say Cristobal was stabbed to death. Quote, he, Cristobal, did not start the quarrel. He just got caught up in it. But they all had long been betting on Counter-Strike, said police <laughs> investigator Noel Lebanez. Follow the unnamed assailant's arrest. There's no punchline here, boys and yes, girls. Yes, there is. A man is dead over a petty dispute and an even more petty amount of money. Sometimes the world is a swirling ball of terrible. Okay, so had the amount been far larger, then okay, uh, then it's not so petty anymore. Then it's legitimate. So it wouldn't like seven thousand dollars. Wouldn't have swirled as much, maybe. Right. Okay. That's kind of. I gotta tell you, it's it sucks because this guy wasn't involved. But every time I hear somebody being killed over a video game, it just makes you shake your head and think. Another one bites the dust. The human gene pool just improved itself by a little bit because some asshole went to jail and another dude's dead. You're arguing we're a fucking Counter-Strike. At some point, you just got to say, you know what? Keep the 300 pesos. <laughs> I'll hire, I'll get, hey, how about this? I'll hire you out at my house. You can work in my yard for like an hour and earn it and then go away. Migrant workers paid for Counter-Strike. Hmm. Hmm. You probably pay them half. Do we have any listeners in the Philippines? What? Probably not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't challenge him to Counter-Strike. At least don't expect him to pay up. Now, this also intrigues me. The new plan against piracy. I know we said another article, but that was kind of quick. The girl with the dragon tattoo. I don't know why anybody would want to pirate that, but Sony designs dragon tattoo DVD to look like a pirate copy. Really? Let me guess. Did they also downgrade it so it plays like a pirate copy, too? If you ask my executive working in the movie, in my, any executive working in the movie industry, what the biggest problem they face is, you can guarantee the answer would be piracy. Whether that's true or not, it's clear movie studios hate piracy and are willing to go to any lengths to stop it. DRM, lawsuits, lobbying for greater control on the Internet. So it took me by surprise when I saw the design for the DVD release of the movie The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Someone in Sony took to the decision to make the actual DVD look like a pirated copy. You can see in the picture above. And it's a blank DVD, and it looks like somebody took a black magic marker, kind of like I do with my DVDs, and wrote, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I can see this decision having two outcomes, both of which those high up in Sony's ranks aren't going to like one bit. The first is people purchasing a legitimate copy of the movie, getting it home, and being furious that they've sold and been sold a pirate copy. The design is such that it looks good enough to be a fake, if that makes any sense. The second outcome is the individuals who sell pirate copies of the movie occupying the des- uh, copying the design. All they need is a blank Sony DVD and a magic marker. 
With a bit of practice, it shouldn't be hard to perfect the handwriting from the legitimate copies. If they print the same artwork from the packaging, it will be diff- quite difficult to tell the fake from the real thing. The design of the DVD makes sense as far as the plot of the movie goes. The main character, Elizabeth Salander, S- Salander? Salander, does perform some hacking and data theft after all. As the actual implications associated with releasing a commercial disc that looks like this, will it go unnoticed or cause more than a few returns to stores by confused consumers wondering if the re- disc is real? I don't know. I, I guess there's always a few stupid people out there. Be like, why is this? I don't understand how this is going to stop piracy, though, because I get my piracy off the internets if I, you're going to do it. I don't think don't it's think supposed it's, yeah. to. No. I, I think it's just a quirky design choice. I uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. get that they were trying to stop piracy at all. No, they just uh, they okay, just thought it'd be kind of. I, kinda, I think I someone think... somewhere thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we make it look like a burned DVD? Perhaps none left uh, uh, should have been a little different in his uh, description because yeah. I okay. Students working on incredible Battlestar Galactica flight sim. The one that got me was the uh, quadcopters preparing to deliver tacos via GPS. <laughs> uh, that's all I was looking at while you were reading that article. All right, we got to do it. Let's I would find like out. to know Quadcopter delivery taco system. <laughs> no shit. When quadcopters first appeared, they looked like a very cool toy you could control with a smartphone. Then students and researchers started experimenting with the quad quadrotor machines, and got them flying aggressively, working together to build towers and demonstrating complex swarm behavior. Now, we seem to have gone full circle, as quadcopters are being used as flying delivery units. Their cargo? Tacos. This, of course, could just be a joke, but the so-called taco copter service allows you to order a fresh taco with your choice of fillings of, uh, via your smartphone. As part of the order, your position is logged via GPS, and the taco is then attached to the bottom of a taco copter, ready for delivery. Specific details of exactly how this system works have not been released. I assume the Taco Copter has an onboard GPS system that allows it to get regular updates as to your smartphone's location. It then travels to the last known point where hopefully you are waiting to collect the taco. At the moment, Taco Copter is, suspiciously, only available through a private beta serving the San Francisco Bay Area. Even so, I think there's a few hurdles the service needs to overcome if it is going to work with any degree of reliability and success. Like stealing the copter? <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Just, like, just putting cool. it out there. Tacos and a copter. <laughs> all, all for 10 bucks. Then I don't have to pay. <laughs> to start with, a quadcopter can only fly so far, lo- uh, so far before its batteries need recharging. We're talking minutes, not hours here. So that limits the range significantly. You can also can't overlook the fact a quadcopter isn't cheap. Someone ordering a taco may take the view uh, the flying delivery service is worth keeping for a quick profit. Finally, there's also a question mark over whether the taco copter would be allowed to fly without having a license. An unmanned flying food delivery service sounds very cool. It would certainly cut down on delivery times. However, I am skeptical it will work, and if it does, we will end up with skies full of swarming drones delivering packages. Like Futurama. Uh, collision detection and route mapping algorithms are going to have to improve quickly if that's the case. Is this a joke? 99% sure. Would I use a quadcopter delivery service? Most definitely. Oh, yeah, I would. Hell, Hell yes. yeah. Absolutely. Hell yes. Yes. Have some drone, like, I don't know, fire a pizza into my living room? Hell yeah. Yeah. Tell me that would not I'd be balls all awesome. Those oh, yeah. Like, coming hey, baby, I'm going to have my quadcopter drop. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> you walk What's outside that? for the pizza. That's... That's dinner, honey. <laughs> I'd just be giggling while it came to me. I'd be like, bring me the pizza. <laughs> you can do it. Come on, quadcopter. I'm right over here. 
<laughs> I love being part of the one percent. Oh, that's awesome. Hilarious. You all know you'd love to have your tacos delivered via helicopter. I love anything being delivered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just makes I, everything I, I, cooler. I was thinking tacos would almost be a little unwieldy because they're, you know, open, like hamburgers or something would be much easier because we're already wrapped up. See? You're already thinking ahead. That's you're right. trying to be more practical. Now I'm thinking with portals. <laughs> Wait a minute. Really? Uh, well, I, That's all right. it. I guess that kind of works with the show, doesn't I'll it? I'll develop portal technology and use it to deliver fast food. And break in the house. Genius. And rape women. Stop rape and surprise sex. Right. How do you rape women? It came through a hole in the wall. Sure he did, ma'am. Sure he did. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. She's a little crazy. We're going to let you go. Have you been drinking tonight, ma'am? Thank you. Are you on any narcotics that you don't normally take? I am. I just took my fourth one. I'm hoping it's going to kick in at some point because it hasn't so far. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm really hoping to make some loopy. I think it would be funny. Uh, Actually, the last few shows I've done with meds in the system because it's the only way they get me through it because I can't it's sitting here is very difficult see the problem is because it, it it was it lasted for eight hours do you need like a like an ergonomical chair is that even a word you know no. what talking about? ergonomical that's one of the reasons why more I, ergonomic I, more pronounced my hunching forward I'm sure you've realized that I'm actually instead of sitting back in my chair that because the microphone's in front of me but which gives you like a big like I don't know, like smushy chair where you just kind of sit back. Like what, well, like Stephen Hawking? I just <laughs> <laughs> No, I wasn't okay. going to go that far. But Welcome be... to the podcast. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. Please remove the panties. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I like Baby. your hair, copy. Baby. You know what? I wonder if we can get some effect oh. together. Now that might be interesting. No, I didn't even hear what you were saying. I was, was right. laughing over right. the, I was laughing over the whole Stephen Hawking voice thing. Uh, but the problem is because I, I it was literally about eight hours that I was in the most excruciating agony. The problem is my entire body kind of tenses up. So when it's finally over and the muscles try to relax, and they said you could be like this for a week. It happened last time, where your body is is so sore. Every muscle in your body is sore because it's gone through such pain. Uh-huh. So it's it's literally it's hard to stand up, to walk, to do anything. I haven't used my treadmill in two weeks. Go get a massage, I was, dude. Well, I thought about go. it. Oh, it's... But I don't know which one's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I got yeah, one so. Thursday. Might not, yeah, might Love not be a bad idea. I try and get one once a month. I feel a lot better. Are they women? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. women? Okay. Are they attractive? Yeah, some are. Okay, I don't want any... I mean, always. if you're going for a rub and tug, you're going to have to find a special place. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to <laughs> relax, it? so... If you're looking for a happy ending, you're I mean, have to, uh, my last masseuse, the one I got on uh, Thursday, she was actually very attractive. Before yeah. that, it was some lady in her 40s, and she did a great job. I wasn't I really care. going the whole happy ending route. I don't, I don't need that. I'm good. But I don't want some, you know, fully bitch touching me, because that just makes me feel ill, you know, filthy. Ah, I'm so disappointed. Why? Did I like... No, uh, no. When I, when, when I thought of Stephen Hawking, the first thing I thought of was the epic rap battle of history with yes. Albert yep. Einstein. So I just now looked, and there's no new epic rap battle yet. It's still... Also, you know, I'll just think about that. It's still Mario Brothers versus Red Brothers. Well, well, I mean, well, I mean they got a it's a little slower. They're, they're, they're greatly... You know, there's... They, I don't care. Quality has increased. Right. And I, really? I did like the Mario Brothers, but... Actually, I've liked all the new ones. I the Master Chief Leonidas thing. Eh, I didn't like that one. It was it was okay. I well, the, I the only one I didn't, didn't like, like was uh, Columbus versus Kirk. I didn't like that, that one. Was stupid. That, was that gonna, one. Yeah. That one and the that one, I, one are the only two I, I haven't. I, I think for that one they set themselves up to fail because if you're going to do William Shatner rapping, then you have to sound like William Shatner right. rapping, and it sounds and like the guy that. did not. Right. Well, even if you tried to, it does doesn't come out right. So. 
and it's Christopher Columbus, so I, I don't know really what stereotype works for him that's funny, but it did not. Uh, what was the one? I did? I, you know what? I didn't like um, Mr. Rogers versus Mr. T. That one you didn't? Me. I, I, I thought I that was like, that one. Eh. You laughed at the very last joke. I, I, I did, because the last joke was very funny, but eh, the rest of it was kind of slow going. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Fair enough. I enjoyed it. So, But I, I'm sure in season three we'll see a third. You know that's what we need? I, I tell you what. What? We're we gonna, need, we need I, a web I'm series? convinced we're going to do interviews. I, I, am, I have convinced myself we're going to start doing it. Well, we can. We I just have to idea. do the legwork. That's all. Right. And that is one of the guys I'd like to have on here. Is the, the guys? Yes, line. absolutely. And I'd like to, just to talk to these guys or the Epic Mealtime. Creative people like this uh, interest me a great deal. I like to know what their process is. I like to know how their brain works, how the wheels turn. To me, it, is, it is so... It is so. She's with. It's funny. It's it comes together great. You know, I would have liked to have had the guys from Pure Opponent on before they started. You know, acting like five year olds and hated each other. Again, I just like to hear how these kind of people come up with their ideas. I, I like to think of myself as a creative person. I wish I had more time to do that. You know, the two stories I was writing, I actually had them really fleshed out really nicely, and I got about four or five chapters in, and then you know, the hospital thing kicked in and. You know, it, it, you know, the birthdays kicked in and, you know, Mr. Mim has something in. going on. Right. So, you know, I haven't talked about that, have I? You haven't talked about Mystic Mim kicked in? No, I like no I, I have not mentioned that at all. I Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I haven't decided. Of course, when I go missing for a while, they're going to wonder, what the hell happened? Well, so. Actually, I'll tell you what. Oh, I now I know what yes, you're talking It, it, it took a, me a yes, second to get on the trolley. I'll tell you what. Um. I will probably talk about it. Uh, speaking of which, I'm glad I, I think of this up. Uh, next Sunday, it's April 1st, we will not be on the air. This is not April Fool's joke. WrestleMania is that day. Uh, I plan on having friends over for WrestleMania, so we will not be on the air that Sunday. Gentlemen, would you guys like to do this on a th- Friday or a Saturday, or should we just cancel it altogether? I don't know your schedules. I know mine. I, I don't know my schedule for Friday's that. Friday's out. Until, Saturday I could do until it. Until Tuesday evening, which okay. is always sucks. I don't know why they schedule that way, but that's what they schedule. Saturday, I could, I'll have to get back to you, but I could possibly do it if we went on the air at like 7. Okay. You know what? We might do it just for an abbreviated show. I mean, since majority of people podcast download anyways... I just don't want there being a break since we were gone for a month anyways. That's why we're doing this today, despite you know me being in my condition. That and the fact is I'm tired of having to put everything on hold because I have this to deal with, the whole kidney thing. So let me know. Right now I'll say the show is canceled for next week because I don't know for sure if I'll have enough people to do this. If one or either one or both can do it, then we'll do the show on Saturday night. All right? Because Friday I'm busy. Sunday, make plans. I know you're, you're going to be out of town, right? Uh, that's the next weekend. But I don't know if I'm working it or not. I'm going to have to uh, find out. So you are here April 1st. That's yes, next, next I, Sunday. Yeah, I, I'm not going to Marcon until it's April okay. 6th through the 8th. Okay. Is Marcon. You know what? Let me make sure that WrestleMania is April 1st. Because I, I remember you telling me that you weren't going to be able to make WrestleMania. Oh, okay. okay. I just want to make sure I got it right. But yes, I will be having uh, people over for that. WrestleMania. In fact, we did it last year, too. It was, uh, I didn't even have the furniture in the house yet. Remember That's we just right. Sat, we just, just sat in the car tables. Yeah, yes. I was just... Literally about to say that. Yeah. But now we've got April first. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. But I got all the furniture down um, here. I got the speakers. We're good to go. The the reason uh, now I know the reason why. Um, that's the that's the day that I can't request off. So it's going to be roll the dice. Um, well, what time is your store closed? I should. Well, the the thing is they're having some sort of re grand opening thing. 
So they, everyone has to work really? on that day. Yes. So everyone has to work on that day. Now, normally I have PMs off. So right. if I work, it should be during the day. All right. Well, because the show starts wood. at, what, 8 o'clock and goes to midnight or 8 to 11. Yeah, it like, like 8 to 11. Answers so is, yeah. Yeah, I'll you be won't here. miss it. You'll be here on time. I'm sure even if you have to come late, you'll be here. Baron will be here. Yeah. I'll be here. Yeah. Mystic Mim. Um, I'm going to invite a couple of buddies from work, so maybe Eve can make an appearance. I don't know if she can or not, but I, I will send out the invitations this week. So next Sunday, right now, let's say there's no show, but keep your eyes peeled. Look at the Facebook. Look at the Twitter. Definitely check out the forums. And that's one thing I, I want to bring up here before we get to the phone calls, okay, is that we've been talking a great deal off the air amongst ourselves about where we want to go with the show. And the three of us are agreed. Um, we've had a couple powwows while we were on hiatus, uh, and even after uh, the show last week, went out to dinner. That we really want to expand the franchise in a, bun- in a bunch of different ways. And part of that is getting the word out about the show. Now, we have steadily, unlike a lot of shows on this network and a lot of podcasts in general, we have steadily expanded. Usually it's through spurts. Sometimes it's small. When Eve took the airwaves with us, it, it jumped in, in by leaps and bounds. And it's kind of slow to a trickle, but it's still you know expanding. It is vital, ladies and gentlemen, that you, our listeners, who are arguably the most rabid and loyal listeners of anybody on the network, bar none, and that speaks for itself. That's not me blowing smoke up your ass. That's legitimate truth. Look at the, take a look at the, the uh, VTW forums as an example. Go there. Go to vtwproductions.com right now. You're probably already on the site because you're listening to the show. Literally, right now, go. Go to the forums, and I want you to look at all the show forums. Posts, views, and responses. Threads, posts, and views. That should give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Okay? This show attracts a very large listener base that is involved, that is informed, and is loyal. More so probably than anything like this should be. All right? I know a lot of podcasts that people can take and leave them. There are very few that kind of buy into the whole... I don't want to say a role-playing thing, but kind of the, the tongue-in-cheek thing that we kind of do here, all right? It is vitally important going forward, and I'd like maybe tonight to be the start of this, that you tell a couple friends, that you tell your guildmates, that you tell your clanmates, you tell your buddies at work or at school, or if you're in the service, like screw up. If you like games, if you like Highlander-style humor. <laughs> I was going to say crude. Like, hey, what's eh. that supposed to mean? If you like racism, this is the place for you. If you like a bunch of normal guys <laughs> talking about internet, geek, game, and just strange news shit, and the occasional moment we can you know, rope her in here, you want to listen to the show. Give it a try. Give it a listen. You know, it, I wonder if my cord's starting to get I don't know. But you know what I would say? If you give it a listen, I think you have to give it like at least two months. That's what I would say. The gym room thing, give it two weeks. And I would work, say, yeah, because the first time you listen to it, you, you probably won't get it. Right. You'll probably be like, what is this? I don't get it. I don't understand. What are they talking about? What's with all the racism? You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but just give it a little bit. Listen to a couple shows. And if you still don't like it, then okay. By the way, I'm working on a token black guy, a buddy of mine from work. He's big on video games, big on, on humor. He's a big Chris Rock guy. I'm like, oh, cool. You'll love this. Like oh, I have, I, oh I, I, I have friends that are black. Sure. Are you kidding? That's, that's where I started all my racist humor stuff. Because, okay, like my one friend in particular that I don't think you've met, but he, he used to live in Kentucky, and he actually, he could tell you some stories. Like, there was, like, some real 
fucking racism that used to happen to him. So what I would try in to Kentucky? do is I would try to no, no exactly. Right. So I, I I would try to like you know lighten him up about it and just kind of you know play around with him and things. Like <laughs> lighten that. up, come on, enter. <laughs> and he, oh, I mean, it was oh shit, it's funny a- stuff. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. I have a great inner story. Continue. Okay. I mean, the story's not that much longer, but it would just be little things like, you know, be down like, hey, you know, it's, you know sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. You know, it's like me. You, you, you know, I have good credit and you have a big dick. It's, 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 you know, <laughs> and he'd be like, shut up. Blah, blah, blah. I have good credit. But he would, <laughs> but he would, he would always get a kick out of it. And that's, that's kind of where that, that all got started. So that's the whole story. Anyways, I have a couple of buddies at work. Uh, one in particular, um, I just read his book that he wrote, uh, and I, I'm editing it for him, and I'm working with him on a second book that he's going to be publishing. And I was talking to him about it, and I, I, I didn't give him the, specific, the specifics because I am very, very careful about who I tell people at, at work, either at the old job I had or the new one I've got now, about what it is I do because, like you just said, Highlander, you've got a buddy that you can joke around with. A yes. lot of people who listen to this, they have a, a stick so far up their ass about anything politically correct that I don't want them going around the office saying, oh, blah, blah, Ember's a racist. You should hear what he said about women. You know, Let's go back in time and screw Cleopatra. You know, things like that. <laughs> what? Take that a context. Isn't that a common dream? I would, that would, I, the I, point I, is. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> uh, anyways, getting back to my original point of this is, the original point is that we're screwing Cleopatra's ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're getting the hot tub time machine. We're doing it. We're going to see if Helena Troy was worth it. All right. She's a 10. Launch the ships. <laughs> Let's go get her. <laughs> um, but it's, it's vitally important that you get the word out. Because right now, until we, and we're, we're, we're taking some steps behind the scenes. Now, whether the network falls in line with this or not is irrelevant. We're doing it ourselves. To try and expand the show and, and, and a, a couple different ways. Obviously, time is always the biggest factor. Health isn't always the factor. It has been recently, but time always. And mine's going to get significantly shorter in the months to come, at least initially for a little while. Having said that, I want you guys more active on our forums, on the VTW forums. If you want to hang out at ClanWinG.net, so much the better, okay? But I want you guys posting. There's a boatload of stuff up there that's worth talking about. There's a bunch of funny threads going on. There's a ton. Look at it. You can see there's thousands going on. And I know a very small majority, much like when it comes to regular terrestrial radio shows, where the callers, only a small percentage of your actual listener base call it. Well, it's the same with the forums, all right? We've got, what, 1,600 people that are registered to the forums for the entire station? Right. All right, that's a drop in the bucket compared to our total, our total listenership, okay? I would like to see you guys register at the forums. I want to see you more active in our forums. If you listen to the other shows in the network, drop them a line, too. It helps. But I want to see... I really want to prove a point, and it's not just to you, to you guys, all right, you the listeners, to people who need to see this point made. It's important that you guys get the word out, that you show us your support, and you do that already with your emails, with the Minecraft stuff, with you know Shrigs, and who I haven't seen in a while, um, with you know the Purge list and the Bible and you know the different stuff, the different creative stuff that you guys do all the time, you know Xanath and his articles or you know what have you. I want you guys active. I want to talk to you. I want to interact with you. That's one of the fun things about doing a show like this. And I think it's, it's something that a lot of hosts here really need to realize, and they're passing up a huge opportunity to interact with people that they normally would not cross paths with from all across the world. And to me, that is probably the most interesting thing that the show has brought me in contact with, is interacting with people you know, at a, a level that ordinarily I wouldn't talk to, which is games, Internet, the show. 
I like that. I like that a great deal. You know, and I can rattle off a ton of names, uh, granted, real and online names off the top of my head, of people who I converse with through the show on a regular basis, you know, Facebook and what have you. So it is important, very important, that you tell people, bring them into the show, hand them a burned copy on a CD if they don't want to download it. Say, here, give this a listen. Did you hear about this, you know, funny joke? Hey, I hate black people like Highlander does, and here's why. You know, <laughs> stuff like this. You know, the Jews are evil because Highlander told me so. You see where this is going. It's important. And, and I stress that because it, it really is, especially going forward. So I need to see you guys active on the forums. I want to see you active on, you know, the Facebook, the Twitter, all of that. Bio says, M's releasing pirated versions of a show. Well, since it's all for free, I don't know that's necessarily pirated. You know. Zarek, Emperor's a racist. He said this about women. It's now a fact women are a different race. <laughs> <laughs> Nymph, black people only super villain super villainage powers having a big dick. <laughs> Reinforcement. That's extremely true, Highlander. Nice. Highlander's melting pot of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said glass of juice, not gas the juice. <laughs> 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 I'm picturing like a cartoon with Hitler, and he's holding the juice. So, and again, it's, and I cannot stress it enough. I want to try and make a run at this. And I said some years ago that I would stop doing the online radio thing when I hit like age 30, 32. Well, I just hit 34 34 this past March 2nd. And I'm still doing it. I'm still having a ball. I have a lot of fun with it. I think you guys do too. I know Eve does, and I know she wishes she had the time to do this. Um, Mystic Bam likes working on, on the, the other end of things with the, the creative part and the you know, commercial. And why don't you guys talk about this kind of thing? There is a lot more that I want to do that I've been neglecting due to time. And not just for myself, but for both of you guys, too. And I wish we had the equipment. I could just give you guys the microphones to take home with you so you can do some of the things we discussed. Obviously, that's not practical. We don't have three sets of, of stuff to take with us. And you really can't be carrying this, this all around. Right. So, I, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I was talking to somebody else. Jews are evil. This is what I know because Howder has told me so. There you go. See? It's like the Jesus. You can make a song, yeah. Yeah. It is. That. I think that's what he was doing. He was doing the Jesus song. So, I, you know, I don't know if we have to have, like, copy and Sprofet whore themselves out for the show. I, maybe that'll work. I'm not willing to discount it. I'll have to talk to Reinforced Sage about that. I'm just going back to, to the actual video wall to see if anyone's on here because I, I kind of turned it off this last time. Oh, we got five people. So we've still got, well, two women and then one normal-looking guy, one guy waving who I'm pretty sure is waiting to Gay. knife me and wear my skin like a suit. And uh, anyways, so... That's Grandma Guy in the bottom. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's Grandma Guy. Grandma is conspicuously missing now. Huh. I wonder what she thought. Bring of the Grandma show. over. I want to say hi. What's she wearing? <laughs> yes, yeah, you. What the hell do you think we're talking to? With the refrigerator in the background? <laughs> uh, we're doing IRC racism. Well, What does a racist chainsaw? Yes, yes, that's old, please. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, I just saw a fake documentary on Netflix. States of America. Okay. Are you familiar? No. no. 
It's a it's a fake documentary. It's a, the premise is what if the South had won the Civil War? And the premise of the doc of documentary is that it it takes place present day or whenever they they made it. Okay. Uh, it's a documentary about Britain about the Confederate States of America, and it's done like a like a television program, like it's shown on Confederate television kind of thing. Oh, okay. so so it's like a history. <laughs> Pepsi Max. There you go. Don't throw it at the mic though, or don't throw it at the screen. That's so so it's like a history of what happened when the South won the war, and it just kind of goes forward in history. And then there's even little uh, commercials thrown in because it's on television, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. and what's interesting is that uh, all the commercials they do, they're incredibly racist. Like you'll see, like holy crap! And then at the end, they reveal that all that st- all those products were actually real products that were marketed and, and distributed. Huh? Yeah, like places like like Coon Chicken Inn. What? And there's and, really yeah and and like you you walk through this the the mouth of like big giant lips and the the black guy you're you walk, kidding no there's a there was a brand of cigarettes called nigger hair Jesus Christ <laughs> really where do yeah yeah swear, yeah then the, the commercials like it's it's like a Marlboro commercial like the guys like I gotta believe this bringing in the, the cattle is like stuff, trying right? to smoke a nigger hair That's, you're like wow Jesus Christ there's there's a, a a toothpaste commercial called called Darkie. With with a with black guy with the the white gloves and the top hat and everything, and it's like for a Holy smile shit. for a smile that's jigaboo white. That's what it would. That's that was the wow. I know, I know. You know that's what? That's a whole new level. And that every was a whole t- new you know level. what? And and every time, uh, and then there's others. Yeah. There's, there's other ones that are clearly obviously not real and fake. Like there's one called the shackle, where what it is is uh you you put you put the Device. It's it's almost yeah. like when you when you're on house arrest. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. put it around there, and then when your property runs away, uh, there's an electronic single that beeps, and then they bring it back to you. Damn, that's. Uh... Yeah, it's on uh, streaming Netflix. If you're listening right now, and you have streaming Netflix, I mean, look, up, it sounds... look up the the Confederate States of America. It sounds funny until you say that the stuff really exists, and it's that, scratch. That's you know, like... the thing because you're watching, yeah. and you're like, oh my god, that's so racist. And then at the very yeah. end of it, they show the real products. Like, this is marketed from 1880 to 1930. All right, turn of the century bullshit. Because yeah. the problem is, and there's one thing as a, as a historian, you know, is one of the first things we're taught is you have to take it in the context of when it happened. Sure. Because looking back on it from now, it's like, how the hell was any of this stuff allowed to take place? How were these people allowed to sleep at night sure. being like this, having these kind of products? And, of course, I'm sure it was great marketing at the time. I'm sure people bought it because of that. Yeah. This is Look, one more. Wait, what was this called? I, I, it's <laughs> called the, the Confederate States of America. That's fucked up. It's, it's a uh, yeah, fake it documentary. And then it's, it's weird because they, um, they, they, they win the war because they get Britain and France to come in. Which almost happened. So, so Britain and France brings their armies over, and basically it's just a steamroller after that. They, the Confederacy actually takes over the United States. That's uh, how much of a steamroller it is. Now, see, that would be an interesting debate. So then, then what happens after that? Is oh, that put your headphones on, scrub. This could be an awesome discussion now. I'm about to bring up a, a military. He's walking away. And then, so, then what no, happens after that is they legalize slavery everywhere to try and bring the country together. So what they do is they, they come up with this fake like reconstruction tax, where like in order to pay for reconstruction, yeah. So either you uh, pay the tax or you can buy a slave. <laughs> so everyone buys slaves, and everyone gets into it because hey, you know, people are doing their work for them. Then uh, a bunch of people like leave and go to Canada. So Canada becomes this it's like Cold War kind of thing because like all the abolitionists and right. all the people who don't like slavery flee to Canada. The Confederacy takes over like the Western Hemisphere. They take over Mexico this is and like all a Harry Turtledove novel and all of uh, South America. 
Now, here, I'm going to pose a question to you. It's and crazy. We're, we're going to off in a rant, and I know we're going later than I wanted to, but this brings up an interesting question. Uh-huh. The, Britain and France at the time of the Civil War, I don't think they were looking to get militarily involved. I think they were simply looking to recognize them on a political, on a political standpoint. Something like I think. So let's I'm say, not as familiar, but it's something like I'm that. I'm not convinced that had the British and the French actually involved themselves in the war, they would have been able to beat the Union. Because those armies were not of the same kind of quality as the French found out when they got their ass kicked by the Prussians, not too far removed from that. Right. But, but I anyway, I'm, I'm have, just going by right, what right, the premise right. I'm just saying, I'm taking it a step further. I'm going in a different tangent. I, as a, a military history, maybe that's a great debate. That'd what would cool have happened debate. if the British and the French involved themselves in the war? Would that have been enough to overthrow the Union or would have been patriotic fervor pissed off because you have foreign powers now putting foreign boots on American soil. I don't know. I don't. See, I think I, that yeah, breaks. That, the, that I think cool that debate. breaks the a lot of the Confederacy credibility. And I think you might have a lot. Some of the states saying, "Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. We're fighting for states' rights. Now you're bringing over Europeans. We already fought two wars to keep them the hell out of here. Now you're bringing them over because once they're here, they ain't going to leave." I, I don't think it would be not to preempt the whole Great Debate thing. I don't think it'd be enough to overthrow and steamroller the Union. Right. It might be maybe be enough to force a stalemate and actually force the Union to recognize the Confederates. But I, I, ha- I really just can't see them being able to steamroller the entire Union. Not at that point. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because they, they, they sort of gloss it over. And I remember listening to it like, wow, they just... Well, it, like, that was the important. The important part of it was the, it was the Confederacy wins. I get that. Yeah, the Confederacy the, the, the wins. Program. But then, then they gloss over how the Confederacy took over the Union. And how hmm. all the whole the whole United States turns. There into is a Harry Turtledove stories uh, that start. Yeah, the how time. how yeah. few remain. Yeah, I've heard some of those. Okay, where they go back in time and give AK forty sevens to. The oh no no, I'm I'm talking okay, about the ones where uh, the Confederacy wins. Well, this one is too, but this is different. Where there's a group of Americans for whatever reason, I think they're called America will break. They go back in time and they give like field rations and AK forty sevens to the Confederate Army, and they just steamroll the Union because yeah, that'll do it. Right. Yeah. That would do it. So, and they gave like nitro. Because I mean, really, there were I mean, so how Lee many lives. Gatling guns were back then? Were, were there even Gatling guns back then? Yeah, there were Gatling, Gatling guns, guns in the okay. Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So, not enough to stop a thousand guys with AK forty sevens, right? And they but teach yeah. them how to single shoot because they all want to go, you know, full rock and roll. Like, no, 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 you can't do that. Spray and pray doesn't work, right? So, um. Oh, oh, my my inner story. We were at uh, Dave and Buster's last night, and they have this game called the NFL Experience or whatever it is, where it's uh, it's you throw football through three holes, and then they've got like wide receiver little cutouts like Hogan's Alley, where they pop out and you try to hit him with the football. Okay, all right. And I set the high score when I was there in December on our our uh, uh, our company outing when I was still with the government. So I went back there. My score is still standing. Like, oh, cool. We'll take a we'll take a run at this. So I. I I play it, and I beat the, the high score, and I saw like 20 seconds, so I stop because I'm already going to get 250 tickets. And I do this four more times, where I, I, and it, it takes a couple, a couple tries, but I start you know, consistently beating the high score and getting more and more tickets. Well, there's this group of black guys who were playing it a few minutes before, like four or five of them. And they're walking by me, and, they, and, I, and I, out of my, the side of my vision to my right, I see him kind of stop. I said, man, this Ender can throw. Look at him. And they just keep walking by. I'm like, I got street cred or something. I don't know. I kind of fell through it. I'm like, hey, that's kind of cool. And I keep on throwing. You got street cred from the football I don't know. And, they, they, kind of, and they walk by. I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. I, whatever. I, I feel great. I had these. I don't think street cred means what you think it means. Yeah, it doesn't. 
<laughs> yes, yes, it does. But I've never been, you know, called. You an have my face. street cred. Yes, I do. <laughs> that and the Fruit Ninja game that I was really good yes. At. But you I have did Fruit Ninja street cred. <laughs> but I tell you what, I beat some serious ass like I always do at the uh, trivia game. I love when drunk idiots get up there because they don't know shit. Yeah, trivia games fun. It's on sports history or curiosities, it's you know they. Don't I, know how to I always seem to navigate and end up playing the horse game. I don't say I didn't like that. I don't like the horse game. The the racing game? The racing game where you have to sit there and raise the horse and yeah. do all that stuff. Eh, I just yeah. get a kick out of it. And I always name my horse the same thing. It's gonna it's called gonna be glue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> always nice. it's always gonna be glue. All right. Time for your phone calls. Again, how this works. If you are an IRC contact on left and he will put you in order of where we're going to take you. If you have Skype, add us Emperor underscore one G, I will take your calls. Starting now, give me there we go. Let me pull this up, and let's hope that I've actually set this up the way it's supposed to. Real quick, before I begin, let me double triple check to make sure it's set. All right, I appear to have everything set the way it should be. I didn't touch anything from last time. I'm still getting used to this. It's only the third time we've done it, so I hope everything comes out correctly. All right, let me get these uh, callers in order here. Let me get none left and find out who's calling first. What do we got? Okay, so looks like Tech Priest is up first. So Tech, go ahead and give us a call. We'll get you on the air. I'll call him. <laughs> Either way. Of course, this is if ring, he's paying ring. attention. Yeah. Ring, ring. Tech Priest joins us on the hotline. Tech, how are you? Son of a bitch. Naturally. <laughs> hmm. Even in the future, nothing works. <laughs> All right, hang on. Trying to think where I went wrong. What have you done? All right, hang on. Let me look at my notes to make sure I got this set up correctly. Now, I will say that I was in a great deal of pain when I was doing this originally, so I may have kind of skipped out on what I should have been doing. One, two, two speakers. Okay, that's correct. Let me look at. Bear with us there, Tech Priest, and everybody else. See that. Yeah, if we didn't have technical problems, it wouldn't be the Emperor's Court. This is true. But you know, it never used to be this way. But then again, we never really used to have this kind of stuff either. Well, anyway, I'll I'll, I'll go on with the the rest of the whole. Uh, go ahead. Documentary. So anyway, they they take over all of Mexico and South America, which apparently. I don't know if it was supposed to go that far, but according to historical documents, that was what the Confederacy wanted to do. They wanted hmm. to create a tropical empire. I have to put you on hold for a second. Uh, Tech, are you actually able to talk? Because we're not hearing you at all. We should be able to hear that, too. Nothing. No. Yeah. I'd... Nothing. Which I find very strange, because everything is exactly the way it was last time. I say it's on him. It could be. Tech, we'll get back to you. Let me hang on. Let me try somebody else. Let me see. Let me go to number two. Maybe that's it. Draz is going to call. Um, let's give him a ring. I think you're supposed to yeah, hang up on him first. Yeah, I probably should. So Done. Goodbye. I don't want to talk to him anyways. He's fucking Swedish. <coughs> Good Draz yeah, he plays games with us. He should be nicer. That's true. He did take a nap so he could stay up late and play. See, so Connie popped on me. We'll get an angry black guy call. That was kind of funny. Let's see if Daraz is answering. All right, Daraz, you're on the air. Talk if you can. I don't think it's him. No, I'm... Son of a bitch. At this point, I think it's us. What I don't understand is why. 
It's everything is what no wife told me to do. Hmm. Can't help you. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Fucking a. I don't know. I don't know that I care enough. Well, now I think. Well, they, well yeah, they we can hear them, but I don't oh, think, I don't okay. think they're going to be able to. Oh, okay. So. Wait, hold. Oh, Go back to the. Talk for a minute, Taras. Let's see if anybody else can hear you. Because I can hear you, but. Hey, you, can you hear us? Yeah. We, okay, so we can talk to you, but can anybody else talk to you? That is the question. Is it the red thing down Man, there? Man, I mean, I three, it just one, pisses me off because everything's set up one. exactly as it should be. It's just... Line two to speakers. Tell ya. So they're, they're both supposed to be line that, one? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. That's very annoying. Line two, line one, and then line two speakers. Everything's there. It yeah. Should be. So. That should work. Nope, they don't hear you. Oh, boy. Not that you have much interest to say anyways, but, you know, still I like to be polite. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I tell you what. We're going to go ahead and do the quickening. Uh, we're going to have to cut the phone call short this week. Uh, sorry, guys. I, I, don't, I don't know what the issue is, and I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't have the wherewithal to, to go through it right now. I, I don't. I, I feel bad. Because I feel like shit, truth be told. So I, I see nothing wrong with anything that the way it's set up. Everything is exactly as it should be. But with Sam Encoders, we've all figured out that means very little. Uh, give me one more second. Let's see if one more thing. Yeah, we'll give it one more try. See if that's the case. Uh, again, I, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. It's been one glitch after another. This is kind of the way it is. Hang on one second. All right, let's give it one more college try, and if it doesn't work, then we'll just go to the quickening and, and end this because it's, although it's been a good show content-wise, the glitches have really brought it down. So let me give Doras another call. We'll give it another shot. And we set the tools back the way they're supposed to be, make sure we can actually, because, again, we can hear them, but Damn it. It goes, okay, then it goes dark. Trying all the other ones to make sure. No, nah, it should no. be it should be two because two set up to split. Yeah. Right, and for whatever reason we're not hearing them. So, all right, Ross, talk for just a second if we can't hear. We've got to have to cut it short. Nothing. Nope, nothing. Then go through Sam Cutter. All right, uh, thanks, Ross. I appreciate it. I'll have to get with No Wise at some point and find out what the what the hangup is. So, no pun intended. Speaking of hangup, hey oh, hey oh. I'll I'll check it out a little more. I, I I know I know how it's supposed to be set up. I'm not sure where the error is. I'm, I'm sure it's salmon code or something. I tell you what I'm going to do. Between now and next week, I'm going to take the whole damn thing down. I'm going to erase everything on my computer that has to do with salmon coder. Because every time I've had a problem, it's always been fucking salmon coder. It's a great program when it wants to work, and it doesn't always want to play nice. So I'll tear the whole thing down and I'll reinstall everything from the ground up and see if that takes care of the lag as well as the. Uh, Phone call issues, so Sam is a demon of great for my power. Right. So, again, my apologies, everybody, especially Tech, who I'm sure stayed up just this late so we could hear himself on the radio. Sucks. But I, you know what? I'll give props. The guy is a baller. I mean, he stays up to the crack at dawn to play games with us. And, I, of course, I had to bail on him last night because I felt like shit, but, you know, Vyar kept on playing with him. Many of you could take lessons from Tech Priest and his devotion. That is one thing I also want to bring up, uh, since we're on the whole 
you guys got to support us like by telling people type thing. <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> what? Yeah, go out and tell people about the show. Right, okay, okay, okay. You fuckers okay. are getting lazy. <laughs> I demand more devotion. I should all take examples. I demand yes. more devotion. Should all a take, somewhere. take a, 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 a page a out of idea. True and Tech Priest book where they send me things. This is always a good thing. You know, that should be on a T-shirt. Your, your uh, picture that you have on your screen there. Send me tribute. should be that. It would either send me tribute or I demand more devotion. That's not a bad idea. Sell them as T-shirts. <laughs> Actually, I have, Cafe a, Press. I have a bunch of different ideas for T-shirts. Um, you know what? I'm interested. Maybe we'll make a poll. If we were to sell T-shirts. You know what? I'm, I'm not even looking to make much of a profit. I think it would just be kind of funny to have people walking around with. Be great for you. I mean, your three-hour break of general porn. Exactly. I demand more devotion. You know, when angered, throws Pepsi. You know that kind of thing. Fuck the Jews. You know, you know, <laughs> be a picture of you. you know, really tasteful highbrow. Tasteful highbrow. Yeah, there you go. I would you like know. to get art done for everybody on the show. Um, for the three of you, I, I, and I've been meaning to. I have to ask Total Biscuit who does he talk to to get mine and his done originally. So, when I tell people about the show, the breaking point is usually that it's too long. Really, it's a three to four hour show, and people don't want to listen to a show that long. Fucking normal radio shows are that long. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a show on terrestrial radio that's less than three hours that anybody gives a fuck about. Plus, you can always just, I mean, it's a podcast. Yeah. You can just stop pause it. The, pause it. Break and, fast yeah. forward. Yeah. I listen to it in school, at work. So. Just saying. You know. Well, whatever. Um, in the car. But I would like to see more people join us for games. Now, we don't have like an official game night. But, I mean, we've been really playing a lot of Sins of a Solar Empire lately. And i got to tell you... It's fun. It's fun, but it's kind of hard to get a game going. And when we do, you know, as we have lamented, the people play it a much different style than we enjoy, which is Rush, Rush, Rush. Well, now we've learned to combat that. And it's very difficult to get some of these, like, pro-level players, because they always make a point of telling us. They're fucking douchebags. Like the guy, like, when I was playing, uh, when I pretended to be a chick, was it Oh, Friday my night? God, that was that hilarious. Was... Dude, they swarmed him as soon as, uh, what was your fucking stupid name again? I, I touch you. Like I a little, touch little you. I touch you. Yeah, yeah. It was so, and it was so over the top. See, and he see played if you're it... pretending to be a girl, I thought you'd be like, like no. rainbow snuggly hot no. pants. It no, it was, and, and the character, the woman he played was so over the top, blatantly stereotypical yes. horrorish. I'm naming my, my, I'm naming my planets shopping with an exclamation point. Diamonds. And shoes girl girl. and shit. Shoes. Yeah. And these guys ate that shit up. Listen, gamers, as a whole, we are not that bright. <laughs> it uh, was apparently that's not his grandma's awesome. mother. Yes. I don't care. You're still grandma guy to me, It's dude. a good thing you're yeah, wearing type, headphones. So. Type this. <laughs> He, Can your she, mom move over a few inches? Because I'd be able to see down the dress. Then. Yeah, I don't know if your mother needs to be aware that women have to be only in their bras when on the Just a little video over. Wall, just about three to four inches over. That would be about it. You know, Tech Priest, our, our, our uh, Scrub Puppy's wife listens to the show. I wonder if we can get her in it. Tell, yeah. her, tell her she can shop on Amazon later. You know, where this, is, this is important stuff we're doing right here. There we go. There we go. All Willing right. no, to. No, no, no. Put it back. Put it back. No, no. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, no. Your but willing to mom. pimp out his Shut own up. mom for our amusement. <laughs> that is impressive. That is impressive. That is the kind of listeners that I'm talking to. Can I say, you, you demand more demotion, devotion from that? Oh, my God. But I, I would like to see, uh, if any of you have the Sins of a Solar Empire, uh, either play, play the game, with the vanilla version, the expansions, or if you can download some of the mods we're playing, 
I would I would love you guys to join us. If we have to, you can guys can hop into one G Ventrilo. Usually it would open up to the public, but you know I'll do that if you guys want to come and play. I don't want to do it in the VTW because I don't want to take up all their space. I know it's limited, so I, I would you know I would like to see you guys play. I'll post something in the forums to see if we can't get a night or two devoted to it a month to try because games can take two three hours. Yeah, they are on a game, but we can save them you know and come back to them if, as long as everybody's there to play. Right, right. right. So okay. Uh, anyways. Uh, Sins of Solar Empire free download or what? No. No, nah, but it's only like what? twenty bucks on 20 Steam bucks? gives you the game plus both the expansions. Yeah. It's twenty bucks and that's And the mods are, are free. That's so. not too bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be great. you would love this game. I was talking to yeah. uh, Legal Tender, I told him the same thing. You would love this, Highlander, if we could get you a PC that runs. But I'm serious. Next time you're over, we got some time. Maybe we should do it on a Saturday night. The I'm old in. Whopper works. Okay. And can run it. Oh, yeah, if my laptop can run it, that thing can run it. You cool, know what? Cool. And I've got the original version, so we can play the vanilla version. I don't need to. He doesn't need to buy his own copy. Oh, there you go. So ah. we just want to be able to play the Star Wars expansion. But if you have the 20 bucks and drop it on, on your Steam account. Right, right. We can play on this one whenever you get your new PC. So It's a fun game. Yeah. Oh, cool. it is. 20 bucks, so that's be like 18 for me. Yeah, whatever third world nation you live in. Yeah. So... Anyways, uh, a lot going on. Okay. We'll do some wrap-up, but I think it's time for the quick end. Um, just just real quick, um, are, are we sure? Uh, just dude with your mom, are, are you sure that this is the part of the show that you want to introduce your mom? I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just giving you a forewarning that I you know, vote if, yes. if you're trying to introduce your mom to the show, is this really the opportune time? I would say this, other wanna... than Fortune, it's probably the best example of the internet you could ever give to an older person. Oh, Very I would true. absolutely. Yeah. Very true. But then again, he's wearing headphones, so she might not be aware of it at all. Okay. So there is that. Although I think she's the one leaning over and, hello, you lot from the pink chook, I, a hot pink car. Okay, no. so, yeah, definitely older. Yes. Yeah. I don't like pink cars. I like my Mustangs with Storm Blue. So. I don't even know what a pink chook is. I had I don't chick. Understand. I'm a pink chick from, and I have a hot pink car. I'm guessing that's what she said. Oh, okay. Third world Australia's money is stronger than the U.S.'s money. Guess because you guys paying kangaroo dung or something. I don't know. What? If I want a kangaroo skin, I'll let you know. Although I have a couple of mitts that are made of kangaroo. Yeah, me too. It's nice. Copy. I like your green top. I would like it better off. As would I. And that's that's the mother saying it too. It's like here, I'll I'll help you out, son. I like your top. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, son. I'll get I, you in. You're in. Yep. I got you. <laughs> she can hear all, right, all of this. All right, I've opened the door. Step on through. All right. You Apparel- can do it. Apparently, Shinzon's mother can hear all of this. Uh, all right. Mrs. Shinzon, you have been warned. Uh, I apologize. I was wrong. I'm just going right. to put that out there ahead of time. So Is there any we way go. we can make that window small so I can watch her reaction to whatever hell he's about to concoct? I wish, I wish we could. Uh, maybe if we had the other Whopper running, but we uh, don't. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, cross your fingers. Here we go. Greetings, Highlander. You call? You have the manners of a goat. Only on internet radio can you get this kind of shit happening. Seriously. Go ahead. As always, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the quickening, you can always, always email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. 
Question, my girlfriend is dropping less than subtle hints about getting married. I really care about her, and I'm starting to waver. Can you smack some sense into me and talk me out of it? With pleasure. Marriage was created over 1,000 million years ago by a king who wanted some land but lacked the balls or ability to go out and conquer some. So instead, he would marry off his son or daughter to some other ruler so that the new land would technically belong to both of them. Some people would disagree and say that marriage was and is meant as an, as an expression of true love, but those people are usually virgins who have never gotten any, much less been married. That being said, the purpose of marriage hasn't changed much over the centuries, but the practice has. A woman will often see a man with a nice house or a nice car and will attempt to trick the man into loving her. <laughs> this ensures that the lazy bitch will own half of the man's property even though she didn't work for it, and no, ladies, lying there on your back does not count as working for it. That wouldn't be so bad for the man, he does get constant pussy, if the woman actually did something instead of sitting on her ass at home all day. If the man tries to put the woman in her place and restore the natural order, she will immediately divorce him and take half of his hard-earned shit. Let us not forget what happens to female behavior after marriage. Get fat, quit job, quit looking good, fuck it, quit everything. Stay at home all day, pretend to take care of kids, tell everyone how hard being a mom is. Take the kid to parties to meet other guys and tell your husband you were taking the kid outside. Get fat. Tell your husband you got fat because of the baby, making, making it look like it's his decision only. Get fat. Cheat on your husband with someone who tells you you are not fat. <clears throat> Here's a quick rundown of how marriage works on this filthy infested world we call the internet. Step one, basement dweller meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer fangirl and hashtag <laughs> Buffy IRC channel. Step two, Basement Dweller is awestruck by fangirl's eloquent and heart-wrenching fanfiction. Step three, he sends her anonymous virtual roses from the Live Journal gift shop. Step four, fangirl gushes effusively to her friends list about her exciting <laughs> virtual flowers and wonders at length and visibly who they are from. Step five, Basement Dweller finally drops a subtle hint in his own Live Journal. Part six, they take it to Facebook, and he asks for pictures, please, and she sends pictures infected with Internet disease. Part seven, they announce they are in love to their respective friends lists. Part eight, an online wedding is planned. The fact that he is a 13-year-old boy and she is an 80-year-old Chinese man in panties seems entirely irrelevant. Step nine, question mark, step ten, profit. But let's say you fall into the dark side. Let's say you fall into the dark side. How do you keep a happy marriage? Guys, to keep your wives happy, lie, lie, and lie again. Trust me. Trust me, she's worrying too much about herself. She's fat. <laughs> to worry about you. <laughs> Ladies, never let your husband get, get his every last sexual whim. Save, for a few, save a few of them for when he's pissed off. Did you fuck up the bank account again with a week until payday? Time to let him have that anal sex he's been asking for for about 10 years. <laughs> Buck up, little trooper. Take it for the team, and you'll find he'll cut you some slack. <laughs> Check the video wall. Check I the video wall. We, uh, I gotta see it. Yeah. Click here. There you go. No, that way. No. Oh, no, oh, oh but, 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 but. To the right. Oh, mom no, walked away. Damn it. Mom walked away. Very wise, she's on. <laughs> Very wise. But hey, at least Copy lost a shirt. Yeah. Continuing. And finally, question, who is this Cthulhu chap I've heard mentioned before? Cthulhu is a badass alien god thing worshipped by the Jews. It is a well-known and established <laughs> scientific fact that Cthulhu is actually a predecessor to its newer evolved form, the Flying Spaghetti Monster. 
You see, back in the good old days, the Earth was ruled by the great old ones, multidimensional beings of incomprehensible power who would hold massive dinosaur orgies and rapings every day. These orgies would lead to the creation of giant puddles of god semen, which eventually began to take its own shape and turned into blasphemous tentacled polyps, the ancestors of the common Jews. The fuck? Unfortunately, the great old ones were too busy raping dinosaurs and clearing their multi-mouthed cocks on Tyrannosaurus teeth and forgot that they could only live when the stars were right. But when the stars were not, they entered a death-like sleep, like the common Jigaboo after eating too much KFC. The great old ones needed places to crash. Some, like Azathoth, who were busy raping the crab and eggplant people on Yugoth at the time, remained in dimensions outside our own. Others, like that fucking frog thing and Shub Nigroth, were too busy fucking nigger goats and got trapped on the earth. What? Wow. They all relied on Cthulhu to wake them up, but unfortunately he built his fucking city in the middle of the fucking ocean, which then sank. Since water shorts out everything, Cthulhu couldn't send the signal to space, instead relying on influencing the dreams of early men who would serve as an outside force that could awaken him once the stars were right again. In doing this, he became the very basis for fear in man. He is fear incarnate, so that... So that cringe you get when you watch Fear Factor? That's Cthulhu. The horror upon learning that the FBI has found your stash of child porn? Yep, Cthulhu. The terror that Obama's socialist regime of affordable health care brings? Yes, that's him too. What others may not know is that Cthulhu is also a presidential candidate for the 2012 elections. I've gone ahead and asked a few questions of his campaign manager, a Mr. Nayar Lothotep. Which reminds me, I've got to get my campaign in high gear. It's true. This is actually true because he uh, he actually has a website that uh, does he? Yeah, and he's well, he's not officially you know one for president. Barron's got one of those stickers. Go through the president. Yes. why vote for a lesser evil? Exactly, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> where I got on this. <laughs> so here we go. Here we question his, his platform. Question: What is your candidate's stand on abortion? Will it, she, he merely outlaw human life itself and thus then end the issue? The great Cthulhu cares little for mortal affairs and mortal politics. However, as a presidential candidate, it must take a stand. Cthulhu is therefore pro-choice because it cares little for what you do. However, it's in favor of keeping humans alive so that it can taunt and toy with them before they go insane and it eats them. What is the candidate's position on campaign finances? Cthulhu accepts any donation which a citizen wishes to make. It doesn't oppose contributions from organizations, conglomerates, or conspiracies. In fact, it accepts any and all types of financial assistance or other donations. Preferably large quantities of currency will be sent along with human brains, other donated organs, or your firstborn. What is Greg Cthulhu's stance on foreign policy and foreign aid? The great Cthulhu views our foreign neighbors as equals to the United States. It encourages trade in all forms, including slave trade, child trafficking, and it will continue to give primary trading partner status to the country which sells the most children worldwide. Cthulhu will provide support to those countries which do not commit any of the following acts, such as population control, because the more humans alive, the more for it to toy with, drive insane, or puree. Genocide, see above. Capital punishment, see above. What would the great leader's position be in the U.S. military? Would we see a shift away from corporate multilateralism with the United Nations? How does the great leader feel about nuclear weapons? Our future leader would ban a standing U.S. military. Cthulhu does not feel that humans should have the privilege of killing other humans. It reserves that right to itself. The great Cthulhu's solution to the United Nations would be to eat all current U.N. delegates. It will then build the UUN, the unilateral United Nations. And that would be an improvement. Our great leader is greatly opposed to nuclear weapons in the possession of others because the melting of human flesh and mass destruction are not mortal rights. They're for him. Question, what is Greg Cthulhu's position on obvious cult fronts, such as Microsoft, Lego, and most gaming companies? (laughs) 
Will he she it treat them as previous administrations have, i.e. pretend they don't exist or support them, crack down on them? Also, and more importantly, will he treat all cultists equally or give his particular thrill-kill cultists preference? Good question. Within the first 100 days of its reign, the great Cthulhu pledges to destroy the following cults. Disney, Woo-hoo! mass media, yuppies, Woo-hoo! Kentucky Fried Chicken, people who use the word gravitas. Cthulhu cultists will be given the following privileges. They will die last. <laughs> What solution does Cthulhu have for the problem of massive overspending by the government on the poor and elderly? Does he have a way to free up this money for other important projects like going to Mars or building big guns? The great Cthulhu's solution is to massively, is to massively overspending by the government. Let me try that again. The great Cthulhu's solution to massive overspending by the government on the weak will be to go right to the heart of the matter by destroying the elderly, poor, and clinically insane. It does not need a big gun, and Mars will be eaten immediately following Earth's demise. And finally, how will Cthulhu deal with a strongly bipartisan Congress? How does Cthulhu plan to deal with a budget deficit? Has Cthulhu yet chosen a running mate? If so, who is it and from whence did it come from? Given that the candidate is now dead and dreaming in the Pacific, what measures will be taken to speed its awakening should it be elected president? Cthulhu will have no problem dealing with Congress as they will be the first to be eaten. The budget deficit will shrink drastically once Cthulhu cuts unnecessary spending like defense, welfare, and social security. Mass support of Cthulhu will raise its awareness of the need to take control of our suffering country and should lead to its return. The great Cthulhu will awaken in time to take its presidential oath. And if you have any questions you'd like me to answer in the quickening, you can always email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. i got to tell you, I'm kind of looking, looking forward to that sweet tea bourbon whiskey. To what, look at why. it? You don't. No, no, no. I, I, I'm going to try it. You're going to try I, it? I will try Good. it. Okay, if you're going to try, try it, you try it on the air. Well, you know what? And Eve was going to make me do with that blueberry beer she brought me, uh-huh. which I have not yet done. I was waiting for her See, to now that, do that a gets show. Out, it's, it's the segment yeah. I wanted to do that you didn't want to do. Which is? Will Emp eat it? I wanted no, to bring a new fuck? thing every week. Cause I, I, I love the, that idea. The reason I thought of that is I, I, I was in the store, and I saw hot dog-flavored potato chips. And I'm like, Ugh. that sounds disgusting. I wonder if he'd eat that. So what <laughs> I wanted to do was to buy him and then bring him here and then see if he would eat it and then get his reaction as to, you know, did he like it? Did he not like it? What does it taste like? Will he throw it up? All Basically, just to like use you as a guinea pig, just to, you know. Maybe if we were going to be a Now, now, now if, if we wanted to be more egalitarian, we could all partake in stuff like that. Okay, now that's just disgusting. So we're not showing our pussy now on the video chat. Jesus Christ, put that away. The fact that it's two different colors is kind of weird and strange. It kind of hangs like the sleeve of a wizard, also. Why is it acting <laughs> like it's alive? Actually, it's a pissed off Siamese cat. Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> is that what the kids are calling? <laughs> kids kind of are slang in their rock music. Usually she does that, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess it's time to wrap this up, huh? All right, well, we only went to 30 minutes over the absolute... We're stopping at 9.30, But you know what? It's... Fuck it. We, start, we started this thing at 6.30, so we went for, what, three and a half hours? Three and a half hours. But just with all the technical glitches, it's more like three hours. And yeah. Right. Yeah. So when you take it all into consideration, we're pretty much on time. So while you click over to the part where we can find out what we learned today. What did we learn today, sir? Well, we learned that some Chinese girl tried smuggling iPhones in on her butt. I'm surprised they'd have to do that. Like, they can't buy iPhones? Or is it like some five-figure discount thing where you can buy the iPhone from them? It's like... Well, I mean, the transport costs are only a dollar, so... Right, so. I know. All right, we talked about three ways the video game industry can uh, bounce back from its recent slump. Uh, we talked about an open letter to Japanese video gamers. 
trying to convince them to change their business practices. Try to make it more games, more appealing to the West. Which is strange because gaming got so big and we just kind of gobbled up whatever they gave us. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. strange that now all of a sudden it's that's well, good see now. now now we're discerning. Now we've played video games yeah. for a while. See before you played Legend of Zelda for the NES, you thought that was the end of it. We agreed right. that fuck Michael Bay and ruining and sodomizing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is, is there legacy. anything he can't ruin? I mean, really? Is no, there I mean, any, he's pretty no. much batting a thousand. Is, is there any movie of his that you actually thought was decent and entertaining? I, you know what? I thought the very first Transformers was passable. Okay, I did too. But in terms I of canon, it's um, trying to think of other ones. Uh, Ar- Armageddon. What do we think about that one? If, you know what? I'll tell you what. I like the build up. I like the the. I liked the deep impact up until the ending. Uh-huh. I, I liked Morgan Freeman's the president. I liked the fact that deep it's, impact. You can let me finish. Uh, go ahead. It, I, I I thought it was a more human look at it. I thought it was more realistic than sending a spaceship to an asteroid blowing it up. The problem I, I didn't like was, again, the ending where it splashes and wipes out half the world. It's like, okay, at that point, it kind of fell apart for me. But, uh, the build-up for it, I, I, okay. a lot of drama, a lot of, you know, tension, and then it's kind of like contact. The aliens are goddamn father. Oh, I waited three hours to find out this. So... Right, I, but I, we're Armageddon was not. I like keeping back more Armageddon. I oh, okay, like uh, the only one I could think of which would be passable would be The Rock. What did we think of that? One? That was I did like. That I was his first. I did like The Rock. That was his first movie with uh, uh, Sean, Sean Connery, Connery and, and Nicholas uh, Cage. Yeah. Cage. Yeah. That was a good movie. Winners fuck the prom queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, that needs, yeah, that needs to be a your best. <laughs> uh, we learned that there is nothing. That China won't take, copy, and then counterfeit, including Android stores that sell iPhones. Uh, we started with the stupid video game of the week, which yeah. was Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Can't believe that was a real thing. I've got a whole list of games that I've, I go out and like when I find lists of like this game is horrible, I look for it and then I just kind of archive it. So Download I, the ROM and play it. Yeah. Well, no. Usually, what I'll do, I, I won't even do that. I'll, I'll, I'll look for it on YouTube and see if some of some of the poor sap is. Played it first before I... Catholic priest and child porn. Uh, the idiot downloaded child porn to his 3DS and then sold it to a GameStop. Uh, we're talking about March Madness in America, and someone's doing a uh, bracket tournament of the worst company in America. Uh, we talked about Filipinos who took Counter-Strike way too seriously, killing each other over a $7 bet. Uh, the new plan against piracy, which was making the... Uh, again, I don't know that this is necessarily true. I don't think it's a plan against piracy. I think it was just a marketing campaign. To make it look like the girl with the dragon tattoo was made to look like a pirate copy of pirate DVD. So. And finally, we talked about the taco copter. I am all Greatest delivery ever? Yes. Strangest sexual position ever? Who knows? Either way, it's awesome. Mm, taco copter. Uh, all right. I want to thank our listeners for, tu- for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, I literally would not be doing this. I would be laying in bed trying to recover and get some sleep. Instead, I am forced myself to go through all the headache and hassle of doing this show. Oh, God. Mom's on IRC. Uh, anyways. Oh, dear. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, uh, Audio Bo- Audible like Books. Do Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> I hear Atari's all the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just... It's just so cliche. I want to thank No Wise for posting our archives. I want to get them posted or updated for him so we can load them. I want to thank None Left, our IRC contributor and show bitch. Switch that around. IRC bitch and show contributor. Uh, I, I, I was adamant, and I really mean it, that it's important going forward, especially starting today, that you, the listener, our supporters and our, our, our cultists, really get behind us. 
Spam the form. Let's talk. And I don't mean spam. I mean put something on there. It's a joke. It's something funny you see on the internet. If you want to talk about something we talked about on the show, something we should. Asking, I don't know, quickening questions during the week for Hyler just to answer in the threads. I don't know. Something. Post it at vtwproductions.com. Go to the Emperor's Court forums. I want to see you guys post. Sign up for the forums. Let's get this going. I want to see. I'm trying to prove a point to some people. All right? Trust me when I tell you. It's important that you tell other people about the show and we see you guys act. Don't let them down, damn it. I haven't said that. Get one for the giver. <laughs> Check us out at our homepage, clanwinggy.net. Um, I am. That's the home of Clan Imperial Guard. Speaking of which, Guard. I would like to see you join us when she's playing some games. Sins for Solar Empire right now is the flavor of the month. I'd like to see you guys join us in that one. Uh, and I'm adamant about that too. Really, I want to get some people. Five, six, seven, eight. Hell, if we can get a whole game of ten, that'd, that'd be, be great. Awesome. It would be awesome. So, hit me up on, on the forums. Hit me up at my email or on Facebook or on Twitter. Both of which you can join at Emperor's Court. Yeah, I said, wait, nice. Uh, let's see. Next Sunday, right now, we're going to say there is no show, but I'm going to try to get one on Saturday. It depends on if either one of these gentlemen or both can meet for that day. We'll try for Saturday. That's March the 31st. Check the, uh, again, the website, the, forum, or the forums, the Facebook, and the Twitter. I'll make an announcement. Just keep your eyes peeled for that about what we're doing next week if we're not going to cancel. Uh, is there anything on this? Uh, the week after, I will not be here. No, I'm not. I'll be at Mark on. No, I I have okay. Skype on my phone, so I probably could call in. Suppose we get that fucking work. So, and I will see if I can get Eve to come in two weeks from now, so we have a full panel of three. If okay. not, maybe I can get the Baron to sit in. Uh, anything else? No. Okay. Then bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, internet. Quick shout out to Scrub Puppio, who I know I believe is going back. I don't know if you're deploying right away, Scrub, or if you're just going back for uh, more training, but good luck over there. Don't get dead. Keep your feet and knees together. So we'll see you when you get back. And hit me up on, uh, send an email to me with your address overseas, and I will make sure you get a copies of the shows we do them. I'll burn them and send them over. So. Uh-